Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, DJ. Drop my intro, please. Like Zoe, mama, I go relentless. What up, Zoe? Relentless. What up, This girl's gas, you know? Except Trey. Intro, you intro, I'm sorry. Your intro. You need to do it again. Sorry. Okay. Oh, 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 up a little bit. Yeah, turn me up in the phones, crit. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, not that loud, baby. Ooh. Turn me up in the phone. Is I don't like my, my voice that much. Yeah, no, that's high. I like the, oh, we good now. Okay, now we're better. Okay, do it again. Sorry. Okay, that's drama intro. <laughs> Your face was just <laughs> killing me. <We're> <laughs> Like Zoe, Mama, I go relentless. What up, Zoe? Relentless. What up, Zoe? Shut the fuck up, Clyde. Except Trey. Clyde put a lot of effort into that intro. I know, but it was just funny watching your face. We have to let it rock. She's like, yeah, Jake's saying my name. He's not saying my name. He says relentless. Oh, the what up, Zola? Yeah, what up, Zola? <laughs> She's like, definitely not talking about me, bitch. She's like, mm. <laughs> Anyways, everyone, welcome back to the Relentless oh, Diaries. Oh, my fault. Rico, not the Rico. Where did that come no, from? <laughs> free Gunna. Literally free Yeah, it's his, isn't his birthday? Free or no, Young Thug's birthday. Young Thug's birthday. Today? Oh, free Thug. Yeah, Free oh, Thug. Oh, shit. Free Thug for real. I, I see, I mean, there was a reason I put it there. I haven't seen anyone post that. Neither did I. That's crazy. Usually, you see everybody posting celebrities. Literally. More than their own friends' birthdays. No one wants to be associated <laughs> with Anyways, the Rico. Everyone, thank you for tuning in to episode 16 of the Relentless Diaries. Her. We have a full house today. I'm your main host, Zoe, if you're just tuning in for the first time. I got my two boys with me. We got a full house. A hoodie, like okay, a I'm not done. You're done. I'm you not done. To me. You said you're two <laughs> boys. That's a and thing. I was not done. I was not done. I said I had Fighting my two boys intros, in the yeah. house. I also have my boy behind the camera and my two girls to the right. Per. Now you can go. And then now, we're, how it, it didn't direct back to me. I'm sorry. Now back that. to the boys. The men. Now go. Go ahead. What's goody in the hoodie like A Boogie? Back in a better like Bryson Tiller. It's your boy Chisora, a.k.a. You Poppy Trey, a.k.a. the Toronto Tiller, a.k.a. the president of the Faithful Black Men Association. Don't chase me. Chase your dreams. You are. Did you write that down before you... No, it's muscle memory. You know what it is. Uh, It's the podcaster, rapper, actor, uh, Mr. Flying Jiggy, Clyde Smitty. Yes, sir. I want one now. Yeah. Go, make it up right now. Uh, And to our guests, 
Well, we have a returning guest. This is her third time. It's my time. third time. Like, I have a residency here. She's been on the podcast she every season. Dough. Every season, bro. And I just got bigger and better. Are you dumb? Anyways, um, okay, I'm going to make one up. Shan's Nizzle from the Hizzle doing the Dizzle on the Pod Kizzle. Period. Bomb. Drop right. the bomb. I'll be generous. Thank you. Go ahead. Tanisha. Yo, who snorted? Was that you? That was Shanice. Allegations. Shanice, your nose is snorting like a rat. Shut it, please. I have sinus problems. This is really ableist. Anyways. People will throw a ist on something. I know, right? Allergies have an ist and ism. Allergies. Allergies is a real thing. I, I am one of those. But anyways, we have a full plate ahead of us for this episode. We have two pretty ladies from Manifesto. Actually, wait, before we get started, y'all, my shades, okay? If you're watching from a visual right now, I'm wearing all the cool kids in Toronto got these shades. Shout out to a black owned business, added them asterisks. Oh, it looks nice. They're fire, know. right? Look, look, I, all my friends had them. I see, but I'm like, yo, I kind of want these shades. So, guys, if you want them, I think the, I bought the last pair. They're sold out right now. They're red. But mm-hmm. I think they're restocking soon. Shout out. He's a Brampton U, period. Met him today. He's a real nigga. So, get your shades. So, what are you trying to say about us who don't have the shades? <laughs> Maybe you're not a real nigga. You're not, you're not a real nigga. You're not the cool kid on the block. Okay, Why is a man now, do you not a, have a It's pair. a lot of talk for someone who just got them. <laughs> You were right with us <laughs> 12 hours ago. ago. Not, even, not even a full hour ago. <laughs> Two hours ago, you were on this side of the table. I just picked them up before the episode dropped. But the point is, they're on my face now. And I'm the cool kid on the block. All right. But regardless, uh, two ladies here from Manifesto. If you don't know what Manifesto is or you're not from Toronto, actually, you guys can go ahead and describe what Manifesto is if you're not from Toronto. People listening. I always forced Tanisha to do it. I'm crying. Manifesto. <laughs> Is a nonprofit arts organization. Nonprofit. Led by black women. Period. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> and what what do you guys focus on? What do you guys do for the city? All that stuff. Honestly, it's about like developing emerging artists or creatives in general. So mm-hmm. giving opportunities to people or um, that otherwise wouldn't get one. Because, you know, it's a white world. So we're creating mm-hmm. space for black youth. It is a white world. And Manifesto just celebrated your 16th anniversary this past weekend. And you guys had the only (laughs) successful (laughs) festival during festival week in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Just say that one more time so that people... Louder, yes. You guys had the only, Mm -hmm. the sole, the one successful festival in Toronto during Toronto Festival Week. Ended. How was that for you? Um, it was surreal feeling because mm-hmm. obviously, so basically that week we found out Jasmine dropped out. Like literally two was it two days? Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan. Mm-hmm. So it was like two days before, and Tanisha, <laughs> let me. I'm gonna tell you guys how she told us. So we had this. We had our summit. So summit is like um, we have a bunch of panels and workshops for creatives. Um, so a lot of people came out. That's what Nella Rose was there for doing. She came and did the panel. We did a talk. I hosted it. And so it was day one. It was successful. We're so excited because we're like, okay, festival's on two, three days away. Tanisha's like, everyone grab a shot. We're like, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. She's like, I have an announcement. We're like, woo, what's the announcement? She's like, Jasmine just dropped out. <laughs> oh! But I said, but then she's like, we booked a veto. And then we d- booked a veto. And I'm like, yeah. I w- it was like a bittersweet feeling. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, we already know. It was like, 
festival curse was going on and people had their you know their rumors and their naysayers and stuff like that um but yeah we the, the turnover time was incredible like it was i did not sleep for two days yeah just know that. and she was holding it and she never told us until maybe what well, be, because i knew we we're gonna announce that's mm-hmm. why i told you guys yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't tell us so we were just like la, 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 la. And then she was just like, don't talk to me. You had the solution before you broke the bad news Mm -hmm. to everybody. Which is the best way, I think. Yeah, Clyde does do that. He'll be like, "Uh, so uh, about the pod, uh, there's a few things you need to know. And I'll be like, "Um, okay. And I'll be like, bad news, bad news, bad news. news, But solution, 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 solution. Which is the best way. So I do respect people who bring bad news. But hey, by the way, I'm doing X, Y, Z to fix it. Mm -hmm. Did you think that DeVito was a equal playing field to replace jasmine or do you feel like how that like from like the audience perspective they're not replacements so not you can't replace jasmine you can't replace them 100 these mm-hmm. are just new amazing artists that we added to the lineup mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. irreplaceable both of them and that's what we want to like tell people because a lot of people are like you guys can't replace stems you guys can't no we can't they're right. irreplaceable they're phenomenal artists in their own and we phenomenal so female excited. artists exactly and that's what we want to push this year was having a femme forward um, show. Um, unfortunately, Beyonce was booked, so we couldn't get her <laughs> to headline. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> like, could you believe? And anyway. Summer Walker isn't vaccinated. Ex- yes. Oh, is yes. that? We That's did a- try to get Summer Walker. We tried to get SZA, Summer Walker, Chloe Halley. We went through like the whole list of female performers, and um, unfortunately, no one was available within two days, which makes sense. Right, it was, um, it was a quick turnaround. Yeah. But Davido came, he gave an amazing show. We had a packed venue. Everything went well. I think at one point we were only like one minute behind show. Like You guys were really, really on time. Really prompt. Yeah, and and the show ended promptly. Like there was no issues. I think maybe like a one, two technical issues. I wasn't really <coughs> around when most of the performances were going on because I was running around like a madman. But I, from everyone's feedback, I think we did an amazing, amazing job with the little time that we had but and how was it leading up to it i mean like outside of we were so confident we're like ah (laughs) let's show them how it's done (laughs) yeah Yeah, like outside of jasmine and thames falling or like not dropping out i guess you know couldn't make it based on obviously circumstances outside of your control Mm -hmm. how was it like what like from a community management perspective like watching people comment or like say certain things Mm. about the show before the show even went on because people did have a lot to say in Toronto about like you know oh they were taking people's money and they did this to book Jasmine and didn't tell XYZ and we need a refund and people aren't coming um they kicked me off socials for the day because I was I was because it because I deal with mostly the social media, the marketing, and all that stuff, and the comments were getting really mean. People thought my num when when a person who should not be named made a certain video, mm-hmm. people were like that riled everyone up, and they got mad. So I had I woke up to like five unknown calls. Interesting. Because I had my phone number in my um my email, email. signature. Your personal phone number. Yeah, because I didn't think anyone would call me. Like who the hell's, like I'm like I'm not nobody. No one's call. Yeah. Apparently I am. So people were calling me. It was I was getting like death threats on our manifesto Twitter and my personal Twitter death as well. Death threats? Listen, listen. And this For is before, Jasmine, and this is before, no, this is before Jasmine. Oh, it was like when a certain person made a certain made video. That video. So was, people were sending death threats to our, our Twitter, and I came into work that day, and I was just like, I was like 
between tears and everyone's like, okay, Shanice, give me your phone, <laughs> sign out. Yeah. So I took a break from social media for the two days. So it's you it's just not got nice. back on. So I just got back on after festival because I'm like, <laughs> per. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we did that, but it was it's hard when all that vitriol is even though it's not personally me mm-hmm. it's hard to like have all that these horrible things said about you thrown at you when people who don't understand the music industry for one right and people who don't understand what's actually going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. so it was it was pretty hard Tisha was like just turn off your phone just, i'm not a social media person so right. i could care less she's like to be honest she's like, she's like, just sign out i'm like no. <laughs> social media right. seems, social media seems so simple to people who yeah. aren't on social media it's yeah. hilarious it is that's true that's what i was saying i was like she's like you simple. don't get it you I'm don't like, get it i'm sorry just come off i'll go with it <laughs> so literally just sign out and we're gonna leave it at that you're just gonna sign out yeah i feel and like most corporations don't even understand like the social media side they hire a social media intern and they mean a photographer a videographer mm-hmm. an editor you know so yeah, social media. Kudos to you, shit. But I got some amazing people. Like, to, like we hired on some interns, and just to point out, we hired. We have a lot. Like, our team is very young, very black, very female led. I think we have two, two men. Yeah, three, 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 three. Is it three? Yeah. Oh yeah, Daniel. Daniel. Don't say, oh yeah, Daniel. <laughs> no, because he he just came on board like maybe a week before festival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it started out with like only eight people running a whole festival, right? Right. So it was two. It was Josh, our amazing creative director, who did all the visuals. All the beautiful visuals you saw that night was made by Josh. Nice. He was like, I didn't hear from Josh for like one week. He was like, working, 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 working. And then um, Julia, who also assists with um, the socials during Festival Week, and me. So it was it was great that I had the support when I was like going through it. It, it was not easy at all. Yeah, I feel like when that certain individual who will not be named made that video regarding manifesto to me it's like in my head i wish people were smart enough and i wish people used their discernment to know that this person is kind of a bit of like a shit disturber Mm -mm. um so it was upsetting to see all that negative feedback actually make it back to you guys because i just expected more from people to know like why are you engaging with this? Why are you believing any of this? Why are you even taking it back to people who are literally working day and night to put on this festival? Yeah. So when it did get back to you guys in that negative way, it was very disappointing. But I mean, like, that means you're popping, right? Like, people, yeah. are, people are gonna hop on something, whether it's talking shit, whether it's, you know, coming on late to the praise, that means you're doing something right, mm-hmm. right? They want to hop on that clout chase. They want to hop on that opportunity to get their views and their followers or that talk about them, right? So, but my thing is, don't throw rocks and hide your hand. I lie. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to throw the rocks, throw the rocks. I know a ton of people in those comments were talking shit at the festival. Just saying. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Saying. So if I you want to throw rocks, I throw rocks. You. <laughs> <laughs> throw rocks in 4K. Stand on my fucking front yard and throw your rocks. Come, come, come to me in my face and tell no. me. Yeah. <laughs> I if you want to be a hater, be a hater to my face. I respect people 10 times more if they threw their rocks mm-hmm. directly at me. Because I'm going to find them regardless. <laughs> One thing about me, I'm going to find out the shit you said. <laughs> to the motherfucker who screenshotted my close friends, fuck you. Yeah. That's crazy that you're getting leaks <laughs> and breached. Yeah. So if it was me, yeah, to this day, I don't, I don't know if it was confirmed it was my close friends. I'm assuming allegedly. that it was. It was because it wasn't, it wasn't mine. Yeah. So, so the person who allegedly screenshotted my circle, go to hell. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, yo, at the end of the day, things don't genuinely phase me. 
mm-hmm. because I know what I'm doing. I have people come up to me on a regular. Like we're at the point in our podcasting career where we, uh, the three of us can step outside of our house on a Friday night and at least three it, people are it's praising crazy. us for our podcast, <laughs> really? right? Yeah, yeah. That, we've gotten yeah, to that awesome. point. Yeah. And even when I manifesto hosted their brunch, which was amazing, by the way, I think mm-hmm. you guys will talk about you guys doing more of those, hopefully. <laughs> um, the amount of people who just like came up to me at Manifesto, like, or at the brunch, it was like, yo, like, I know you, you have that podcast with uh, Clyde and Trey, like, shit's dope, keep doing your doing, you're so close. I appreciate conversations like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I genuinely feel like people in the city who are content creators, that's why I really enjoy networking events like that. We need to have more of those conversations of giving mm-hmm. praise because we don't do that enough. And I know I keep saying shit like that, like I'm blue in the face, but I'm not gonna keep stop talking about it because that's stuff that wants that pushes me to keep going and obviously give all of these men their flowers because I'm the only woman that works or, you know, does Relentless Diaries, right? I'm literally right. supported by three men, three black men at that. Well, two biracial, one black. <laughs> I'm crying. Don't do that. <laughs> Christmas man. You're about no. to set him off. <laughs> he has more questions for, uh, biracial questions for us. <laughs> but anyways, my point the is, festival. you know, when it don't make me get light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me get light skinned on this fucking block. That's a threat. But my yeah. point is, you know, I really, I people who do come up to me, like I, I genuinely appreciate it. Like I think about it all the time. I love head conversations, so I think we need to do that more often. And I try to do it with people that I know who are doing great things. Mm-hmm. Like I said. Adidam Nico who gave me the, or I bought my sunglasses from him like he was like yo like asking me questions like where are you from what do you obviously he knows about the podcast whatever whatever so I like that stuff obviously you get it because you're Tresor and you're he's Tresor TikToker he's YouTuber, worldwide famous worldwide extraordinaire so speaking of know. which we haven't even really acknowledged this like you well yeah you, you were the host yeah. of Manifesto sorry oh, you, oh, you were almost. you know what I keep on forgetting that this is the same trait that hosted our show because <laughs> yeah. it's two different like we say we have like side missions, like little Uzi, bro. Like, like you're hosting a festival, <laughs> then you're yeah. fam- like. So me and Trey went to London together, February, March, April, one of the months yeah. of the year, <laughs> one month of the year. Um, and like, and then that, that was the UK Trey, and that still doesn't reason. It doesn't connect to my brain. That's the same Trey I'm talking to right now, and that's the same Trey that hosted Manifesto. Mm-hmm. Like Trey is a multifaceted babe. Like he is babe. He is. He does everything. I try, man. You know. But quickly, before we get into to me, to what you were saying, it's like people think it's dick riding to mm-hmm. congratulate people, and it's really yeah. not that. Mm-hmm. Like you could show love, and it's not dick riding at all. Give people their flowers, definitely, definitely. Because, like you said, that happens to me a lot. People be like, "Yo, I don't want to like be like yeah. that," but yo, you're. Fine. I'm like, bro, it's not like that. Like we're doing. You this could for genuinely show now. love. People and hate it's fine. to show love. <laughs> yeah, and like the thing is, like I don't. I genuinely think people don't realize that. <clears throat> Sorry how much showing love does for that person receiving it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's more motivation for us to keep doing this. This is more stuff for us to have meetings, go to the table, okay, we, go, we need to elevate by doing this, this mm-hmm. and that. You know, people are actually listening. People have the balls enough to come up to them and be like, yo, by the way, I love your podcast. I listen to it. You're yeah. doing amazing shit. Keep going. You're about to be the best in the city, X, Y, Z, right? So the only people that think it's dick riding is other people who like don't do anything. Like right. I, I guarantee you nobody that's putting anything creative out into the world will tell you that you're dick riding them by complimenting them like that doesn't even make any sense at all very mentality here but like even um with tanisha what she did for manifesto this year like um so back in 2016 17 um i had a podcast obviously galcast one of like the first black podcasts in toronto and manifesto hosted our very first live show 
So that was that was when Manifesto was like that girl. And I think 2018, 2019, then the pandemic, people weren't because Manifesto was like the festival everyone looked forward to. It was so much fun. Like we brought they brought we brought Anderson Pat, Kate Chinata, the biggest acts to Toronto. We were the one of the first people to do that in the city. Kind of fell off a little bit because of reasons. Um, <laughs> reasons. 2019 was a. At one point, Tanisha was the only one running Manifesto. Really? Yeah. This is facts. facts. Like, so by yourself? 100% by yourself. She had no staff. So, how long have you been doing this, Tanisha? Like, planning events? No, like with Manifesto. Oh, well, planning events or with Manifesto specifically? Manifesto, I started in 2020 after the oh, okay. incredible year of 2019. Oh. Mm. Okay. And how long experience do you have in like event planning and all that stuff? I had my own event planning company, but I was doing like birthday parties, baby showers, and I was like, oh, this is not it. Right. Like, no one wants to pay money. So I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone wants like the best extravagant thing with like a $500 budget. Right, right, right. That's right. <laughs> why I kissed them. Yeah. I only have 20 bucks. Yeah. Literally. So I was just like, I need a manifesto budget. That's okay, literally nice. what I said. And I taught like a class on event planning, and they're like, so. We need someone to take over because 2019 was an incredible year. So what happened in 2019? It was an incredible year for a manifesto. <laughs> that sounds like that bad news that's voice. A, <laughs> that's <laughs> a crazy PR statement. Yeah. Honestly, we can't talk about nothing before us or before me, but it was, yeah. It was an incredible year. If you ask anyone about 2019, they will have something to say about it. Yep. Just ask around. There's something. That's great. And, so from a PR perspective... Because I give PR answers too, so I respect it. That was, was great, it, though. It was, that was a great, great PR, PR answer. answer. One of the um, best I've ever heard. Was it kind of like it was an interesting year? A disorganization or just a shift in responsibilities? Kind of a mixture of there was everything. A shift in leadership. Yeah. Okay, that that's great. That's good to know. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, what, so <laughs> and you're now the leader, right? So what's Nisha took over? Period. Yeah. <laughs> Nisha but and it did. That great year of 2019 kind of did affect some stuff for us, but I feel like once people realized really quickly the direction we were going with Manifesto this year, right? Even last year, we started the shift. <laughs> um, it wasn't well known that we had like we had a festival last year. It was, it was free, right? Because yeah. I know people that was people's qualms. Like everyone's like, oh, is Manifesto not free? And I'm but like, how do you want big big names for zero? How are we gonna elevate? So, but last year it was so we had all. This is for just just to put it out there. Last year we had one one manifesto was run by four people. Last year mm-hmm. we planned four on whole, women. Four women. Three black. Three of them are black, and we ran a whole festival. Two no three of us didn't know. Have, it's our first year ever planning a festival, so basically half the team did not know what the hell's going on. Mm. But we still did that. So last year Trey was there. You were there last year, and um, he's one of the influenzas, mm-hmm. and. Um, Oh, bitch, I really thought the nigga had the flu. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that just clicked to me what the hell that meant. Okay, sorry. Was sick. Never sick. <laughs> Healthy ting, not a sick ting. I said white blood cells are up. I'm dead. But it was just, it was um because of COVID and the restrictions with Canada, it was an all-Canadian lineup for the mm. most part. But well, it was. It was. It was in, until later. But yeah, two it was before, two weeks before we, we booked Jid. Yeah. I and. Remember. Unfortunately, because it was an all-Canadian lineup, our city was like, no, thank you. No. Okay, I'm glad that you brought that up because how do you feel that people take Toronto artists based on... Because my thing is, I got to Manifesto, the show, 
not super fairly late. I lied. It, it was fairly late. But yeah, people, it was barely late. yeah. I mean, the traffic was booming, <laughs> traffic was booming. But and I also worked that day. Mm-hmm. But so I got a little bit later. But people were like all outside, like all outside, and I was like. Damn, didn't the show start? Like, why the fuck is everybody outside? People were like, oh, like, it's just Toronto artists on the stage. That's crazy. And I was like, damn, aren't they on the bill? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the point of this shit? To be honest, we weren't even going to post the set times. But we had to because of of all the backlash. Firefest. 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 Yeah, so I was like, damn. So all the gavers are going to be like, the gavers are going to like wait out here until like, you know, like Division or like DeVito comes on. And I was like, well, that defeats the fucking purpose. Literally, <laughs> like, everyone on that bill was Canadian except for Davido. Like, yeah, everyone was Canadian. And obviously, Division has a much bigger name because they're signed to OVO mm-hmm. and they've been doing this for quite a bit. But they even people were pissed about albums. Division. Like, who's this nobody from the city? Nobody. What? Not Daniel Daly in 1985. <laughs> Not- <laughs> <laughs> Your pardon? <laughs> I was, I was confused. I was like, were you guys like? Didn't they sell it like last year in the like drive-in thing they yeah, did? They did like, the drive-in yeah. night in 2019. Yeah. Their show at Rebel. I went. It was a great show. Bro, sold out. I, show. I never got to see Division live because it always sold out. So I was very confused and people were upset. I understand because people did want to see Thames. She's never been to Canada before. Right. But we are bringing her back per next next year. Nobody talk too soon, yeah. Make sure she have visa, next visa paper next year. She does. She does. Okay. She's she gets. She's actually <laughs> the reason why. It's because her visa, it's not that she got denied. Her visa just wasn't approved. It wasn't going to be approved until September. Okay. So it's it's just backlogged. Like, honestly, but visas are just backlogged, especially when you're, like, a Nigerian artist. They're like, okay, you're not priority. Especially after COVID. Exactly. So, like, people are, they don't look at Nigerian, like, so many Nigerian artists could not perform. I think Davido, the reason why he was here is because he's um American. American. He's born in he's America. A- you lie. Yeah, <laughs> he's born in Atlanta. Like, he's born in Georgia. That's why it was like so easy for her to come. He grew up in Ghana, Ga- in Nigeria. Nigeria, but he was born. Okay, in he was raised in yeah, Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, <laughs> it's not a Sean Kingston. Not Sean Kingston. Oh, okay. But so he wait, Sean why. Kingston was not born in Jamaica. No, Sean Kingston is not Jamaican. He's American. He's not even Jamaican. Sean Kingston is not Jamaican. I'm not even all. Jamaican. Like so, come on. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> Sean Kingston is not Jamaican. He's from like Miami or something. Yeah. I think if, he has like Jamaican got, grandparents. He didn't even live in Jamaica? No, he has like Jamaican grandparents. He's not even like first gen. So what? We can't go to the slums where killers get hung. What he, he was say? talking about Little Haiti. In <laughs> Little Florida. Haiti where? In Florida. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> he was talking he about Broward. He literally says we can go to the tropics, sip pina coladas. Yeah, he yeah. was talking to take Miami there. He was talking about Cuba. Cuba's like 20 miles from Miami. <laughs> He's talking about Miami Beach. You thought he was talking about Jamaica? Yes. Oh, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> he was talking about uh, the Keys in Florida. He's talking shit. He was talking about Jamaica. He, he was talking about Jamaica. No, but he went to high school in Ocho Rios. Okay. That's not real. That's like a tourist destination. I'm just, okay, but it's still. He went, he went to school in Jamaica. I'm kind of. Okay. For five business days. Interesting. <laughs> I'll, um, give, I'll give him that. But yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, but that's why he was able to come to the country. Did I ever tell um, you guys I went to school in Jamaica? You did? One of my many lives, I swear to God, I went to St. Teresa Primary School in Kingston. Okay. I'm crying, not him knowing the name. For I how hated long? It. I hated it. Did they Three beat you? weeks. In grade five. For the whole year? Grade five. Did I they, hated it. Did they it. used to beat you? I cried. I got beat once. I got beat twice. I hated I hated Jamaica so much. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Like, no, when actually, you're, when you live, how many lives literally have you no, lived? You went to prep school seven. in America like, too, didn't you? Yeah, like you've I, been. I went yeah. to Nazareth Academy in Chicago. <laughs> Wait, in Chicago? Yeah. For oh yeah, school. you lived in Chicago. Yeah. I lived in North Carolina. For prep school, we yeah, just yeah, I remember that. So well. Yeah. And I was born in Vancouver. Yeah, he was. I'm not yes, even I remember born that. In Toronto. 
I remember that because he's a transplant. Now that you know. Because when I lived there, he's like, oh, Vancouver. I'm like, what the fuck? Were you born in Vancouver? I didn't know black people were born in Vancouver. Doesn't even, how, did you, how did your mom end up there? I yeah. left. I left quickly. But but how did your mom there. end up there? Like, I don't know. I think it was like when all the Jamaicans were getting jobs, places, like the <laughs> nurses. Like, I'm going to be the, different. I'm going to Vancouver. I don't know why they chose Vancouver. Right. I feel like we should have chosen it more because there's no snow. Yeah. Eh, not if, no if Toronto, snow, like if, none. If everyone like ever? the first year I lived there, the second year there's a little bit, but the first year there's no snow. There was some. The first, yeah. the first year I lived there. I feel like if like Toronto and everyone in Toronto like migrated to Vancouver, Vancouver would be lit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was talking to yeah. Geo, a big DJ in the city, and he was Gio. saying how like he was like, "Yo, like Vancouver's the spot." He was like, "We literally all just need to move there." I never heard that before. Those sentence words. That's what he told. Yeah, he I wouldn't say it's the <laughs> spot. I lived there for two years, and but that was he's the most saying like, time. "Yo, like if we all if we move all there, there, but that's what makes Toronto lit. Toronto would not be lit without us. Mm. Oh, absolutely. It'd be another it would white not city. have any like Vancouver in theory is an amazing place. Like I was picking berries off the trees, eating. I had like a plum tree in my backyard. Without washing it. No, nah, Fabian, it's nature. That's nasty. Shit. <laughs> That's nature. Fabian, it's nature. What do you mean? It's dirty. No, nah, man, it's nature. Nature fam. can be dirty. That's how you build immune systems. No. Toronto would make. That's like drinking water straight out the river. Okay, I grew up in Jamaica. You think I didn't have a chance? I have drank river water before. Without boiling it, yeah. Chance. That's why. That's why. That's why I have oh, no allergies. No. I just have sinus problems, not allergies. <laughs> Could you guys imagine having like a fet or a, a dance hall party um on in Whistler? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. everyone in Toronto went to Vancouver. If we had like a dance hall party in Whistler, in Whistler if you guys don't know what that is, it's mountains. We even That's get like there. the mountains. They'll hear a rumor black people are coming. In Vancouver. The right? mountains in Vancouver. They will hear that a rumor. This is the best PR I've ever heard from Vancouver. Bro, you want to know? <laughs> like we have, we have weed in a cactus club here in Toronto. Like the, how? Like we got everything they've got. <laughs> no, but they have beaches that are actually really nice. They got mountains too. They have a lot of mountains. It's listen. It, that place is the most beautiful place I have li- laid my. It's scenic mm-hmm. as hell. If you like to like my my roommates used to go bike riding and stuff. I used to stay in the house and just watch TV. I'm like oh, I ain't doing all that. But if you like enjoy outdoorsy stuff, and if you don't like winter, winter amazing place to be and if you're a, a west coast um america type of person yeah flights are way cheaper cheaper, cheaper. Really? right there yeah it's close yeah, LA's right yeah. there LA's seattle's right, right there, there. Yeah. you could drive down to you feel me you can drive to la from vancouver no, i was i wasn't gonna say la i was gonna say seattle <laughs> oh yeah seattle's, seattle's right, right down there. the street yeah yeah california's a super cheap flight that's like an hour flight yeah it's like LA. 50 bucks bro mm, interesting yeah definitely how did we get here we, we were got, talking about different things. You're talking but, about how he was born in Kingston. Also. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but started with Sean Kingston. Anyways, to, Sean, um, Kingston, yeah, Sean Kingston turned into this. To go back to what we were saying before, um, shout out to Manifesto for having me as a co-host. Boo. Shout out to Charmaine. Charmaine killed Charmaine, too. You guys and were that was amazing. Her first, that was her first hosting. Really? Her first hosting gig. She's an artist, know, so she's a performer. Like, wow. So Chisora was acting brand new like he didn't have my number. What? I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, are you, like, where are you? Like, can you come, like, get me, blah, blah, blah? How are you... So that's yeah, why you I, asked me to come. Yeah, I, I replied to Zoe, and I was running up and down the place. Bro, even I on stage, though, that's different. No, 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 not when I texted him. Not when I texted him. Do you want me to go back in the time and say when you when you said, can you come to the gate and get me? Okay, that's crazy. So, I am a host the gate is, of the show. The gate was crazy. You so. want me to come to the not gate? The gate is crazy. Not the so. gate. I was inside. She was on the front. You said, come to the door. What door? I said, can you come get me? I was where? From backstage. 
engage. How would I say? You didn't say it. You didn't give any context. You didn't respond. Because I was doing stuff. You are not. I'm doing. How are you, you trying to tell you me? Were not I will, I will you were not. You were probably back prepping for later. Up. He's prepping for later. I will he was back there eating fam. meatballs. I saw the meatballs. Look at this. Look, look. He was eating meatballs? It was 8.09 p.m. It was 8.09 p.m. meatballs? I didn't eat. I didn't eat. Look. Me with the receipts. 8.09 p.m. She said, come and get me and cast, please. 8.09 in the middle of the show. Yeah, no. The show started at yeah, 5.30. Yeah, fair, fair. So yeah. Chisora wasn't responding to Zoe, and that's why Zoe asked me, like, hey, you want to go to Man and Festa? She literally got I a ticket for you. I sent her ticket, three tickets, and one was in your name. I why know. does it go anywhere that we are outside of this place? I know. You so. wouldn't think you guys are friends. <laughs> he doesn't go anywhere, so I, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I haven't, I haven't gone anywhere in a long time. I literally I invited said. you. I know, and I... You didn't even respectfully decline. I, you declined oh no. to me. That's crazy. Like that, like an you know hour before the show. I literally messaged him. I was like, "I'll send Zoe your ticket," and he didn't. He just read it, and I'm like, "Okay, he's coming." <laughs> Where's Clyde? Oh, he didn't reply. I'm like, "Okay, Zoe, give it." Give I was gonna away. come until about an hour before the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was like, was don't wait. Hey, you know what? No, literally. With the developments of this podcast and the way like my life is going, I'm going to be outside a lot more moving I'm forward. So I've, I just got out of like a really toxic and bad life situation. So mm. part of the reason why I haven't been outside. We're but, breaking free. Yeah, we are. Oh, my God. <laughs> the show was a great show. You made me sick. We were lit up there. It was fun. It was fun. The lights is Listen, hot. the show itself was amazing, but... Most of the reviews are raving about you and Charmaine. You guys' chemistry was insane. Like, yeah. I didn't get. Y'all should kid. You got kid. Now kid. Let's kid. Now kid. Now you're taking it to a different level. <laughs> now kid. No, you guys' energy was amazing. When he brought out the dancers, I was like, where the hell did he get those people? It was. I was. Dancers. I was on the stage. Yeah. And I was seeing in the crowd. These guys are going crazy in the mm, crowd for like I was, twenty yeah, minutes. I saw that. So I'm like, yo, you two, come on the stage, wow. and they hopped the fence. It's like you guys prepared. Came, I don't. Know you guys, those guys knew the. You guys had a routine. Dancers. You saw the routine. They're all doing a routine. They all knew what the dance. Like, that's like a, a true dance. Felt like though. a dance hall party, fam. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just that's just you know Jamaican stuff. You see someone doing something, you pick it, it up. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was, was amazing. Cool. You guys did a good the, job. I, one thing I will say though, but I, this is a Budweiser thing, not a manifesto thing. The monitors on the stage were not on, and for people who don't know what that is, it's like. When you're on stage, there's usually speakers on the side that are pointed mm. towards the crowd, and then there's speakers on the stage pointed towards you, so you can hear, hear in real time ah. what's going on. There's because there's a delay, like it's like an echo if you're just listening to the speakers on the side. None of the monitors were on on the stage except for the one in the corner. Mm. And I asked the sound guy, I'm like, "Yo, why aren't the monitors on?" And they were like, uh, "Because of like all the, a lot of the acts and the changeover, it'd be difficult for something, something." So I'm like, all right, we're going to have to work this out. Because literally, we would go on stage, and I had to stay close to Charmaine because if we were on separate sides, we could not hear each other at all. Oh, so there's a lot of times where it's like we're kind of just freestyling. Like, we have no idea what's going on. We can't hear anything. So we're kind of just going with the flow. But we definitely made it work. It was fun. I, wouldn't even, I couldn't even tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many I, people is that? Like, you had to control a lot of people. And it, it looked like they were lit. They were, they were lit, definitely. though. Like, everyone was really was lit. like 6,500 yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun in there. I, after I got off stage the first time with Kells, like, when we stayed on the stage, because I was, I was drinking a little bit, the, my adrenaline was so high still that I couldn't sit down. I literally had to, like, go to the bathroom and just throw up. In the oh, middle you of the did? Oh, I went to the bathroom. Oh, 
through. Like, if anyone walked into what? the bathroom at that time, they would have just heard me going, eh. No, you didn't. You were on your B-Rabbit. The, you were... the first time that we got off stage with Kells, I went through up, came back. Shut up. That's, That's it. And wow. I would never oh, even. Professionalism at its finest. Mom's wow. spaghetti. I kept, I kept drinking. I kept drinking after, but I just had to get that out. But nah, it was fun. It was definitely cool. That is news. Really the only lit. thing I will say is, what did y'all do to his mic? Because Tristor's voice is not that deep. There was a point, I'm like, yo, I'm like, who? This, this, this point, I was like, yo, I'm like, is Tristor not hosting? That's my hosting I hear this, voice. No, I hear, no. <laughs> I hear Tristor's voice all the time. Almost every day. So I'm literally like. That's the stage voice. I'm like, yo, who's hosting? Because I was like getting food. And I was like, yo, oh, who's He sounds fine. Who is that? that? Yeah. And I walk into the store. Wine, wine. And I'm like, that's not Tristor's voice. I just said, yo, what do that nigga's mic? Because that is not Tristor's voice. That's the that's the stage voice, you know? You got to know how to step do into it, that. Do it right now. That's called cap. I don't that's know what. Let's do it right I, now. I don't even know what she's referring to. It was a heavy, deep breath. Everybody put your hands up. Manifesto. That is not Tristor. Like, that is not Tristor. Let me see ice cream. What? What? <laughs> Your voice is here. Wine, wine, <laughs> It's octaves. There's octaves. Yeah. I'm so gonna do it right now. I don't. I can't do it because I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't Go doing low. it. You hear his music? Low. Like he hits different levels. No, but when he does this, like his UK accent, his voice goes bare deep, fam. Who's that? You. No, I was talking about the girl outside the what door. What girl? Oh. Yo, don't do that. <laughs> don't scare me like that. Oh, someone's walking in. Like, Who's like, that? <laughs> oh, so my scared. days. I thought you were talking about dopey. I was like, yo. No, no, no. It's a heaven thing. Never a hell thing. Hi. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Hi. But, um, yeah, yo. It's no, okay. it's all good. You're, You're good. good. I was just scared. But, yeah, it was fun. Charmaine definitely knows what she's doing as well. And it's good to have a co-host that knows what they're doing as well. Exactly. Because I seen, like, you, like when you were tired, Wait, Charmaine. Like, oh, Whoa. No, she, she was, I think she, in context of a show. I missed. I you felt it. I felt it too. I felt you it. felt it too. I didn't feel it. Too. Too. So you want to include oh. so No, no, no. I, I felt it too. Me. He was to be like, damn. And I said, oh, wait, yeah, damn. What's that mean? When I was just talking about hosting a show, so you would think I'm speaking yeah, nice in show. context of a show. Jesus, mm. shit. Like, can I get an Uber? Try to include, not a show? Try to include yourself yeah, into everything. I never said anything. A, a live stage co-host that knows what they're doing as well is that better? I know what he means. Stage co-host. The the, the delivery yeah. I, oh, okay. game. I had to, I had to think okay, for a second. Somewhere. Yes, but okay. yes, it was cool. Um, if y'all want me back, I'll be back. One hundred percent. We need you back. But We're gonna have Nella. We want Nella to, to host. But I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all from now, rates is not gonna be the same as no, this year. Oh my god! Don't even worry I'm about it. A, yo, let if me it, tell y'all. No. Uh, but you know what's funny? Even literally all, after the wait, show. Wait, before you continue. But, 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 no. No, but, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. Order in the court. We paid you, right? Order in the court. So, control they, the they podcast. Do, do, what did they, I say they to Trisor? Trisor, what did I tell you when I, I approached you maybe in February? I'm like, yo, do you want to host Manifesto? You're like, yeah, sure. How much? I'm like, tell Send me your rate. Yeah, so they, they I, didn't, I didn't compromise yeah. anything. <laughs> I was like, I don't care how much. Tell me how much you want. To, that's yeah, one thing do we pay. do. And Tanisha makes sure black people I don't, get paid. I don't negotiate people's rate. Yeah. Unless if black, it's wild, wild, wild. If it's crazy. And if we can't afford it, I'm like, unfortunately, yeah. we can't. Maybe yeah. next year. But yeah, we don't. We don't. Listen, it doesn't matter what your rate is because you know what? You bring in the crowd. And that's so true. now they what are you going to say? I was going to say that literally right after the show mm. so many people are like yo after t people are like yo i didn't know you could do that after today your rates are up 
T-shirts are the same exact thing. I just offer that one show. I'm like, well, all right, let me get on the phone to my people. Tell them to up, up the skull. You know, 100%. Yeah. I'm glad we could do that for you. I'm definitely. glad that we upped your price. Anyone that didn't know who you were, now definitely knows, knows who, you, who are. you are. And also, I want to say, I've got a lot of messages as well about people not knowing that, um, people or people saying that I look better in person. That's crazy. They didn't know that I was a, like a good looking fella. Okay, here I'm we crying. go. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a compliment or a backhanded it's, it's compliment both. It's both. or like that's how, I should take, shot, fam. how I should take the that. shorties. The shorties are shorting. Well, you Bro, know. okay. Let me talk. Hold on. Let me tell that a quick a story. Though, when we're in London. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. My almond fell. When we're in London, I could not walk five minutes. Are you, are you just all, are you that guy on TikTok? Literally my friend called me he's like, yo, Shans, I saw your friend on TikTok. The one you brought to um things party. I'm like, yeah. He made us. He made a story that he was in London. All the comments of the girls, oh my god, Chisora's in London. Da, 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 da. He's like, I'm looking for a London shorty. hundred, <laughs> two hundred comments. I cannot walk on the road with this guy. I, I can't walk on the road with this guy. Him? Life, man. Yes. You know, <laughs> see Zoe. Like Zoe doesn't. <laughs> Zoe's a, like, like him. Listen, Zoe was a, a school for hating. I'm yeah. not a hater. <laughs> Zoe's the not, dean. Zoe's got like a PhD in hater. Zoe is the me? dean hater. I am Zoe's like gal them scalati. I'm not a hater. It's crazy. Not even close. Zoe is the dean's on the dean's list for hate. I'm not. I'd say that she's like the Michael Jordan of some or something of hating, but even that implicates that there are people like Kobe and LeBron close to her when that's not even the case. Like yeah. she, Zoe is arms and legs above the second biggest hater of all time. Like Word. that, Zoe went to school for hating. Like if J. Jonah Jameson, uh, Simon Cowell and Skip Bayless all got together and like listened to this podcast, they'd be like, yo, Zoe's Damn, like, she's a hater. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? That is crazy. I only hate on people that I genuinely love. Because to me, it's like, really deep. keep them like, humble. Be, yeah, you have, you have to. You have Imagine to. me. Oh, my God. Yeah, so are hot. He's so sexy. Of yeah. course. Because they're like, no, nigga. Ew. And who keeps you humble? Because we lot gas y'all. You do not gas me. Just shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, what? <laughs> Come on, bro. Up. Come on. Zoe's hard to compliment. So. But yo, you're a decent black woman. <laughs> I don't know, I've never said that in my life. I've never said, but you know why? You look good in the light. She's, she's, she, you can't, oh she, you can't compliment. <laughs> Zoe's one of those people where you're like, if you're like, yo, nice you'll be like, yo, you look nice. Or you know how you're trying to tell your friends like, yo, I love you. You'll be like, what's wrong with these wrong? This is a little weak ass. Like, you're trying to talk about, bro. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> like, what's right? No, shut up, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, Zoe's uh, one of Zoe those. Zoe is like that. Oh, yeah. she's like, yo, what do you want? <laughs> Zoe's not a sentimental like, what the person, fuck you want? You know? Like, she's not. I'm a what? You're not a sentimental person. I am very sentimental, actually. Not like, What's your sign? I'm a cancer. Oh, oh god. Yeah, you're you're a backwards. Oh, ass I thought you were saying like, oh, Here like ew. <laughs> no, you're a backwards ass cancer. Why? Because you're just so like. I get it. But I am very sentimental. Like when people do nice things to me, like I'll cry. Like when you guys bought me the oxtail, I was like so like heartfelt. <laughs> like after you got away, he got oh they. Why is my mom? My mom oh, is mom? facetiming me. Oh okay. I mean, you gotta well, answer we it. Yeah, but we did. Yeah, we do have a rule that we have to answer on. On stuff, so let me call my mom back. Oh, oh, oh she said no. Nope. Yeah, she said no. Nope. She went mon. Hello, hello. Trey. Uh, yes, mom. I am currently recording on the podcast. You are live on the air. I'm. I'm live on the air. Yes. Hello, my son. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am good, Bob. How are you? I am well. I'm checking him to say I love you. Oh, she's not. 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 She's not.
only friend. She meant to tell you, you let the chicken out. You let the chicken you out. You did not put the chicken out. That's what she meant to call you. I love you too, mom. I'll call you back later. Thank you, my son. All right, bye. bye. <laughs> I want to talk about good PR. One thing about wow. me, I you're know when a black mom is making it. She's about to cuss you. I know when a black mom is making it. She's about to cuss your ass for something. I didn't do that wrong, so. Chicken out the fridge. Yeah, she's about to cuss you for something. You're going to take up a broom and sweep. You're going to work every day and come home and on the floor. She said, oh, I'm on air. No one Jamaican's been on that voice. On air. It's like you've answered her call on like a radio show before or something. Literally. She was ready. I'm dead. Um, also, let's talk about Nella Rose, right? She Queen. is the best. The Listen, UK babe, babe, goddess, yeah. all between. Nella's crazy. One nah, thing Nella's I will say great. about Nella, as a creator myself, Nella's like natural. Like what she, you can't teach what she does. Exactly. Right. You can't learn it. You 100%. can't teach it. How she is is just natural, and mm-hmm. it's amazing to just watch her operate yeah Listen. what like prompted you guys to bring nella rose for guys, those of you don't know nella rose is like a crazy super amazing. amazing uk star um so what brought you guys to like prompt her or what prompted you guys to like bring her to toronto for a manifesto and the summit mm, we were really focused on like black women mm-hmm. in general and, like who's doing it right now as mm-hmm. like a black woman so right. for us for the summit we're like nella roses i know shan's pitched that i actually no, no didn't. i didn't this yeah. time but i definitely it was actually marcus it was marcus but like i have this thing where i'm always trying to bridge the uk and toronto gap like this is always yeah. i'm always 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 pushing that so i was that really needs excited to be your thing. that is my i think you that should be like listen your... just wait just wait till like i'm i'm there i'm settled and i got like listen it's gonna be crazy but marcus is also on that same wavelength so he pitched it um and when i heard that i was like yeah so like, yeah i have to interview her still i have to interview her still i have to do that up but like yeah no it was she's amazing phenomenal she parties a lot parties hard she is a party she's girl. a party girl i could not keep i could not listen they never drink so much in my life listen say that Bro, they're knocking on my door to come out. You know, like in um, you know that meme where making goods mouth is over like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hiding from that. I'm like, I can't take part of you guys anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was tired, but she enjoyed. She loves Toronto. She will definitely. Coming back. She's come back in the winter. She wants to experience Canadian winter. Oh, nice. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Some people just want to like like people who don't experience snow and stuff often like yeah. want to come and like see like snow and like do winter activities. Yeah, we're probably gonna go skiing, or something. That's crazy. I, I would like, never ski. I don't like the snow. But not get caught in a split. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine Zoe's I went skiing once. Out. Yeah. I felt all the I went once bottom. and it was terrible. <laughs> I literally <laughs> had to roll down the hill. Yeah. Eventually you give up. We were just like, it is. Not Ernest because yeah. we had the ski trip, remember? I didn't go. You didn't go? Mm-mm. My mom made me go. I went skiing as an adult and I said, never again. I'm going to go get a beer. I'm, I'm going to go to the cabin. <laughs> I'm going to go to What the white folks do. I'm going to get a beer, crack a brewski, and just wait for y'all to finish. Cold because with the that, boys. Was not, that was not my uh, thing. But um, do you think that there, because people were like, oh, like they need like a Toronto woman who's at like Nella Rose's level. level. Do I, you think we have that here? Because I was thinking, I was like, yo, who? No. I, I, who would in that our be? interview, in our interview, I was like talking to her. I was like, you know how in the U- she's a dark skinned black woman, plus size dark skinned black Gorgeous. woman. Gorgeous. Beautiful woman, hilarious. You would never see that in Toronto. You, you mean there's never. no funny you mean no, I'm saying, you would not you see a dark skin 
plus size black woman on a pedestal at the level of hers. I'm like, there's definitely funny plus size No, 100%, but you would never see that. Like, they they will not be in, like, Toronto will never put them on a pedestal like that. And and when we did our um, talk, I was asking her, I was like, so was London always like that? She's like, no. And I was like, okay, we have no hope. Because I was like, genuinely, I was like, how can we build that kind of thing in Toronto? Like, mm-hmm. I want us to have presenter culture. Like, we, me and Trey, like, we were in the UK. We were like, how the hell are we going to bring this back home? Right. We walked into JD. We see, like, influenzas on the on the big um, the, the ads in um, their shoe store. Mm-hmm. You have influencers and presenter culture. Yeah. You, my girl, Henry. Like, Henry is a big superstar over there. DJing for like the most famous people. Shout out to Henry, man. Shout out Henry. Shout Henry out is beautiful, 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 <laughs> beautiful woman. Exceptionally beautiful. Did I mention she was beautiful? Girl. Anyways, damn Henry, beautiful. <laughs> she is gorgeous. She is a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. And um, uh, yeah, so we don't have presenter culture here, and I think it's define presenter culture. So like a Nella Rose, right? We okay. don't have like Nella Rose is hosting Catfish um, UK. She has a PLT brand yes, deal. Yes, I know that. She's has a successful YouTube um, like channel and all of that. And so something like what we did at Manifesto, that would be like like what I did would be like a presenter. Right. So it's like almost like hosts. A host, right, someone right, that hosts. Right. And okay. Yeah. So yeah. like like kind of like Drewski or like yeah, like those a, type of people where where it's like they have they're known for something. But you put them in different, in different areas. Like you see how like yeah, yeah. Juski's hosting, hosting tours, the tours and he's yeah. on this show mm-hmm. in this movie. Like, so yeah, that was like what I did because I'm trying to veer into that again, like interviewing and stuff. As you should. But we don't have presenter culture in Toronto, so I feel like it's just gonna fizzle out. This is her, by the way. Henry, he's showing, he's Henry. showing me Henry. <laughs> I'm just here to give her a, Henry, a mental you're gorgeous, picture. Henry, you gorgeous, girl. I love you. But oh yeah, relaxed. gorgeous, gorgeous. She's beautiful. Oh wow, beautiful. She is. Go- <laughs> What'd you say, sir? Said Trey needs to chill out calling Henry, Henry so beautiful. I actually, oh, I actually tried oh, to call Henry. I went out with Clyde and then I was, he was like, I'm in, yo, Henry is so gorgeous. Da, da, da. She's like one of my favorite podcasters. And I'm like, okay, let's call her. But it was like 5 a.m. in the UK. Look, look at Clyde and all the likes. Look at you. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Every like. <laughs> no, she's. Clyde she, Smith. Clyde Smith. Clyde Smith. <laughs> Every like. I told Trey needs to chill Everybody out. Clutch, <laughs> She's supposed to be coming here like for like around Rolling Loud. Like a bunch of UK people are supposed to come out here for Rolling Loud, which I think will be that'll be amazing. amazing. So we're trying to like pattern it up, and they're seeing what we're doing out here for Manifesto. So they're mm-hmm. really, really down to like collab and do stuff. So hopefully, we can finally start something in Toronto similar to what they have. Because Trezor should be a presenter. Like he should be like what we did putting him on that stage. That should be a regular thing. Like who are right. the Popping people in the city, right. Trezor, get get them on that stage. Um, who else do we have? Um, Flaza Couture, Sasha, right? She hosts a manifesto. She hosts too. a manifesto as well. Like mm-hmm. um, Jay Lynn, uh, like my fashion. He also did something right. manifesto. So we see we're trying to create that, but like it's hard, man. Mm-hmm. It's so hard in the city, and I don't know why. I don't know why if like the top people because they're not connected with the what's going on in the culture mm. but in the uk we went to mo gilligan mo gilligan has a whole show and he was just a comedian right and he has a whole late night show whole entire um big, big setup, setup like studio like tv studio yeah i was like late black dj show. playing sean paul and the white people them show like yeah it was mad like i was like even um my boy he invited me to bbc proms which is like black not only black but like 
popping artist go and do a live performance for BBC TV. Mm-hmm. And he um, invited me and he did a big performance and it aired on TV and everyone's like, wow, he got a BBC. Like, those things do not happen here. And it really, really sad. And that's what we're trying, we try to do, we, that's what we definitely, I think we accomplished it this year. And we will continue to. And we will continue to posture. Like, we want to be that stepping stone to making sure black creatives have that space, whether or not white people want to give us money or not. Right. Because we're a nonprofit baby. <laughs> it's how, hard out here. how do you Listen. bridge? <laughs> <laughs> how do you, like, bridge the gap or make way for younger creatives or people in the city, right? Because one thing that I've noticed that I feel, this might not be a popular opinion, I feel like people who were in, because I feel like Toronto has eras, right? Yeah. I feel like people who are in an era that, to me personally, is expiring, mm-hmm. are trying to gatekeep, mm-hmm. right? Oh, they're they're not leave, really trying. Sorry. You need to leave. You need to leave. You need to leave. That's my favorite, that's my favorite video of all time. <laughs> I quote that video like that. You need to leave. But anyways, how do we feel about those people? Like to me, I feel like they're really trying to like gatekeep. And one thing about me is, I feel like we haven't. We I have a lot of goals for this podcast. I feel like we haven't hit them yet. But I feel like once we hit that pedestal where you know we can start venturing to other things, I want to put more people on and collaborate with more people who want to do podcasting or you know they want to. Why are you laughing? No, I love how communal you'll be. You're, you're being, <laughs> this is a change. I like We're it. We're kicking you out. You're oh. fired. No, I mean like I would no. He he's here forever. But I'm just saying like. <laughs> I would. She got you in a on a three sixty deal. But I would genuinely Never love. Max. <laughs> but I would genuinely love to put like more people on and bring like make more space that you know as we get bigger. Like for example, now we have like Trey, other Trey, who you know does our production. Like I want to bring other more people Trey. on to be a part of this and yeah. like can put their name onto something that we've created, right? So, but eventually we get to that point where it's like okay, like we're, we can be the biggest podcast forever. How do I? venture more people in and i feel like a good example of that is for y'all entertainment mm-hmm. right yeah. they but they've also been doing this forever mm-hmm. like over 10 years they've done an amazing job of starting at this like small entertainment like youtube channel and venturing out into like, like one of brand. like the major like biggest like brands in i would toronto. say like empires to come out of toronto right mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of my goal. But I feel like a lot of people who are in that older era don't know their expiry date, they right? Don't. It's because they're afraid. Damn. Exactly. Say, like, they're afraid of becoming great, irrelevant. You don't have to, like, you don't worry about other people. Exactly. <laughs> they're afraid of becoming irrelevant. But to me, it's like when you hit that pedestal where you've hit your goals and you are as big as you can be or as mm-hmm. big as you want to be, there should be no you will never be irrelevant right Mm -hmm. because your footprint should last and it works it works in reverse for them because when you don't want to help or don't want to put people on then no one's going to rock with you when your time is up like for instance like for me um marlon that do me fly he marlon was the first person that ever put me in a video ever Mm -hmm. like besides Mm -hmm. myself i was like 16 when i met marlon i went to a meet and greet for four y'all and Marlon that they have wow. in um at uh Celebration Square in Mississauga, and I oh, came wow. with the intent of trying to plug myself, mm-hmm. and I talked to everybody, and Marlon hit me to be in a video. Yeah. So like to this day, if Marlon asks me for anything, I'm doing it, like no yeah. matter what. Mm-hmm. And he barely asks for anything, so it's like that. So it's like whenever it gets to a time where like he's not the guy that he is, 
and he reaches out, or even if he doesn't reach out, I would reach out because it's like, yo, I know what you've done for me. Right. Anything you need, I'm going to do it in return for you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why people feel like helping people is going to make them less right. They're not yeah, that like, great. And someone's going to find out. That's what I'm learning because I'm not from the industry at all. Mm-hmm. And what I'm learning is that people are afraid of like timing being out. figured out. Yeah. Knowing being that they're not out. actually as relevant as, as, they, as they say are. they are. Mm-hmm. So that, that's why they gatekeep. They'll be like, people like, yeah, I know, da, 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 da. I can do this and this and this, and I can get a I'm million dollars. Waiting. I'm still waiting. Wait a million dollars there. <laughs> Me thinks they can get one tri- ten trillion dollar. Wait there. It's <laughs> not, not funny trillion. anymore. Try JMD. different jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ten trillion JMD, maybe, but like, hey, let's relax. There's a, there is definitely a lot of gatekeepers in the city, and a lot of them are older heads. Like, I don't consider myself an older head. But not yet, Mr. Fresh. Not yeah, yet. we're still young and no, cute. Kidding, but I because can't. I started in this industry very early, like what eighteen, I never went to university. I always say this like sob story. I never went to school. So I started really early. So I feel like an older head and like a kind of a veteran, somewhat. But one thing I always do, and I like me and Tanisha always do it. Like we have like a lot of youngers at Manifesto, mm-hmm. right? And we kind of like. Everyone's like under Everyone, 25 at Manifesto. Yeah, almost everyone's almost Not under 25. 100%. We have like we're five 19-year-olds that work yeah, at Manifesto. Yeah, we have bare old. 19-year-olds. Right. I told you, I made a video and someone called me unk. <laughs> no, someone called me auntie on TikTok. I said, bitch. <laughs> Bro, I told I told her, I told <laughs> you ever. I was Hi, like, auntie. our new interns are young. They're like 19, 20, 21. And then I think I said something. I'm like, oh, I'm like 27. They're like, you're 27? Like I'm I was 31, like, so I feel super old. Yeah, like I'm like, yeah, I'm 27. That's not old. And to them, that's old. It's <laughs> not old. Don't think you'd be my mom. I'm like, like no way. Okay, no, don't do that. Don't play with me I like that. Not. Don't play my face. I yeah. not be your mother. But um, that's one thing I respect about Tanisha because a lot of the things in this industry that I have noticed, and that's the reason why I've had one foot in, one foot out for such a long time, is it's very hard to meet genuine people in this industry like Tanisha. Absolutely. And I I think I tweeted the other day, I was like, if I did not have Tanisha as like my boss, my mentor, my friend this year and last year, I would not have the confidence in my in my capabilities mm-hmm. as a creative, as a person. Because Tanisha's the type of boss who would be like, I trust you, just do whatever. Just just don't like just don't mess up. Like I just feel like I hired you for a like reason. Like I hired you for a reason. I trust you. <laughs> and she and obviously that is why it was such as I know that's why it's such a successful um, festival because once you have someone who doesn't micromanage you, who doesn't have like faith in you and who kinda like questions your abilities, you're gonna you're gonna be like so self conscious on any decision you make. Right. But like it's to the point where like in our respective fields, if I feel like something is not going right, I don't have to run it by Tanisha. Mm-hmm. Because I know she has the confidence that I have the confidence to make the right decision. And that goes for everybody, no matter the age, no matter like your background and anything. Like last year I didn't know anything about festivals, but she still trusted me to, you know, do what I needed to do to figure out stuff. Right? And she's just she's like she's like, Shanice, I, try, I hired you for a reason. Don't don't ask me anything. That is my mm-hmm. answer for everything. I'm like, she's like I don't know. Google's you, a real you, thing. You figure it out. <laughs> Google is a real thing. So I feel like having leaders like that in our industry is so important and not having gatekeepers because that was that is actually what makes you on legend status that's right. actually I what agree. makes you the goat of the city like tanisha like she said she wasn't in this industry before but now she's on second podcast on, on youtube <laughs> she's she's everywhere and people look at her with such high regard because of the thing she's doing meanwhile there's ogs in the city people are looking like okay who are you yeah right 
So literally just, I will always say, I would love to, I love passing the torch. If it's one thing I'm going to do is pass the torch because I get yeah. lazy. Like, no, I you, <laughs> like, listen, I will be your mentor. I'll be your guide, but I'm always looking at for the next thing to level up what I yeah. want to do. And I don't feel like we should, like, why? You're, you're 36. You should not be right. anywhere for like 10 years. Yeah, like you're 36. Like, you need to, like, you're, like, um, you need to, you need elevate. to elevate. <laughs> like, yeah. Bro, like, you shouldn't be like 60 years old still doing the same thing you were 10 years ago and telling people, you know, nothing about this. You're youngin. Nah, man. Kids are the future. Yeah. We're to Obama. Passing <laughs> <laughs> people. Yeah. I just, I really think that passing the torch is a huge thing. And I generally haven't seen it with as many people as I would want to. Mm-hmm. I like Sasha definitely does it. You Sasha know what I'm saying? Amazing. She's really good at it. Marlon definitely does it as well. Mm-hmm. Like Marlon hasn't had to come on our pod much times as he has. You know what I mean? But he, he comes here and he brings himself, and, you know, it's always a great time and he puts us on. So that's always a great thing too. But I definitely do see like the gatekeeping happening with those worlds older head and it's like why does like if you went to ovo fest right there was a moment where like drake being drake like literally like was so emotional about like lil wayne right lil wayne literally passed the torch Porch to drake to and Nicki minaj even though people are like who the hell is this ice nigga from toronto right <laughs> like like lil but the thing is lil wayne will always be the goat yeah like people know that yeah but he like there definitely was a point in time if not currently where drake literally Surpassing. surpassed lil wayne and he- right but Lil Wayne will always, always be, be recognized Wayne. as the man who found Drake and put Drake on. Same with 100%. Nicki Minaj. So why would people not want to have this, want to be Lil Wayne in their field? Mm-hmm. I would love to be praised for putting someone else on to either surpass me or be as big or whatever they want to do. Drake literally called him. He's like, I'm your son. He literally <laughs> said that on Budweiser. He said, I'm your son. He Look did. what you did. He, really? he yeah, said he that did. on Budweiser stage. If I had a girl say, I'm your daughter, yes, bitch. <laughs> yes, Come buddy. on, girl. Period. But why wouldn't you want to? Like, why wouldn't I you want like that? I love seeing the the youth at Manifesto. I love seeing them because I'm like, when I was... It actually brings me... It brings like, me happy. Thank you so right. much. Amazing. I'm like, when me. I was your age, I was doing the same thing. And yeah. the cli- I, as much as Toronto is Toronto, I, the climate definitely is shifting because the 19-year-olds, like that are on our team, I won't say names because they don't want to be identified as 19, but you know who you are, but she is phenomenal. Like she is killing it. And I'm like, yo, by the time you're our age, you're going to be, you're going to be incredible. Out the gate. Yeah. You're going to be incredible. And I, like I said, I always thank God I was laid off because I was a flight attendant, laid off, found Manifesto's hiring. I'm like, "Mm, I know Manifesto. Let me go, let me go try to get a job. And that's how this all happened. But I'm so, so thankful that my first introduction back into this industry was a black woman mm-hmm. as my boss. Like, I could not, I don't think I could, I wouldn't say this long if it wasn't otherwise. Right. Like, I literally told Tisha, I'm like, I'll stay if you stay. She's like, okay, I'll stay if you stay. <laughs> Type thing. Right? Because I can't imagine going somewhere else. Because I'm spoiled. We're spoiled. Mm-hmm. Imagine what you guys are spoiled. We're so spoiled. Sometimes I'm like, man, I need to be a little more. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sometimes I do. You're, yeah, you're stern when sometimes you want to ask twice. And I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, what's Tisha <laughs> ask, if Tisha asked me a second time, I'm like, oh shit, I'm, I'm slacking. I need to, I need to. But no, honestly, like just, and that's what Manifesto is being run by. Like, even though people want to yell at us and go and say this, these are they're real people behind this. And as much as logistically, like. It kind of looks shaky, I guess. No, don't even say that. I, I put air quotes, shaky, to them, in their opinion. 
they don't realize who's really behind this. Like, they don't realize that we're actually for the community and we actually give an F about, like, you know, putting mm-hmm. our people on. Because no, who else is going to do it? Who else is doing it? Yeah, I know. I agree. Who else? I don't know anything else in the city that's really, like, like putting Toronto artists on a Budweiser stage like that. Yeah, because a lot of people, like I've been saying, do not fuck with Toronto artists until they blow up or go to the States and come I'm back so and they're confused. on Billboard or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so confused. People are not really... <laughs> so, I'm so, so confused. <laughs> people are not for the for the grind when it comes to Toronto. They don't really want to support when you're, you know... Down. Yeah. Not, I'm not even down, but not like, you know... Down because like, you're just like on the come up, but you're not... You're kind of quiet. People don't really know your name too tough, but... That's what everyone know. outside during the Toronto artist set is, though, you know? Like that... But Self, it is unfortunate. That internalized mentality of like, hey, not until they co-sign yeah. it. Yeah, know? it's crazy yeah. to me because D- Dylan Sinclair, Savannah Ray headlined last year. Dylan Sinclair, Notify. Savannah, Notify, um, Toby, Toby, Amal. Like, these are all artists that when I'm in the UK, my friends are like, Raw, you know Savannah Ray. Raw, you know, you know Dylan Sinclair. Really? Like, they love us over here. They love us. And... That is the big deal. If we were to have the manifesto lineup we had in London, London, England, yeah, they would be. That would be all a my movie. friends from London called that would me. Be a movie. All my friends from London called stay me. Stay tuned. And <laughs> stay tuned. You never know what's gonna pop up. They called me. They're like, "Raw oh, Shans, why are people mad? You guys gave them Davido and Division." Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It's just the culture of the city, unfortunately. And honest, you paid your money. People will be upset. I get it. I did want to see times too. I already had like my whole like speech for her and everything. And Jasmine Sullivan is a legend, mm-hmm. right? But I really like, listen, we made, if there is a promise we want to keep is making sure that Toronto had a good show. And that's exactly and we fulfilled what you did. That. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure you guys had an amazing show. And just looking out, seeing the crowd, everyone's vibing. All our worries just went. Because it wasn't like Kings to Fest with no water. Listen. No sound. Listen. No we grass. <laughs> just mud. You guys were there? Yes. Uh, we oh, were yes, early. You le- yes. Fam. Obviously, yeah. yeah you, passed, saw you. Uh, you saw me. Yeah, we were talking. We were backstage. We were Why was half a GA backstage with us? Bro, when you said that, I in my head, it just... Because I texted you when I was on the way. For everyone who doesn't know, Kingston Fest was a show like two weeks ago that completely went to shit. Like, completely I wanna went to shit. I want to say this, though. I want to say this. Mm-hmm. Kingston Fest wasn't that bad. As bad as Firefest. Firefest. Yeah. Firefest, like the actual Firefest? No, fi- no, the Firefest that happened Toronto's in Toronto. Firefest. Oh, you mean <laughs> the reason why land. it got ruined was because of how I'll they did it. their their gates. Yeah, that is true. That if is they why. did I don't regular know. GA, like you know, without the gate, everything would have went fine. Any do, stop, stop charging VIP. Stop charging VIP. Or do your VIP section. Or do properly. your VIP like properly. Have it like On sectioned the up. They should have had like twenty foot high gates. If they're really they going to do VIP, they it should have been yeah, like... They, they just need needed to properly Toronto, section like, it off. I don't know if people un- have not realized yet. Toronto is anti-gate. A yeah, gate we is hate not gates. keeping we anybody anywhere. That is yeah. very true. We are going to kick a gate down. Yeah, yeah, like, so there's no point in doing gates. You might as well just have the whole thing open and, like you said, have, like, a separate section, like a built-up something for VIP. Yeah. Because a, a gate is going to come down. Exactly. One, a one way <laughs> Bro, we're, we're gates. But those gates were extremely, like, they were, like, they were, Bro, like, kindergarten. Look at Clarabana. That's not even regulated. I want to also say, because that can injure somebody Yeah, so you can't have high gates like that backstage, because, like, if it falls, if it falls yeah. it's right. crushing somebody. But also, I, I can see it. how just even, um, like subconsciously, just have it like 
boxing people in in gates like at cage animals. Bro, it's like taunting you. It's like VIP is a VIP up there, and you're all hundred meters back. Yeah, I feel nah. I would too. So exactly. That's why I'm not mad at anybody because if I was there, I probably would have been involved in that too. No, not you admitting you're breaking down the gate, bitch. Yeah, like if we're gonna keep it a stack, I wouldn't break the gate. If I saw my man was broken, I would be like, I'm going home. I I personally am not going to unscrew the gate myself. Okay, but when it's down, I'm walking. You're walking. Okay, I'm not gonna be like, no. She paid for GA. I paid for GA. So I will not be going up to VIP with you, Negroes. What if the video of all, everybody rushing oh it God. goes viral and then you're in the video and everyone goes can see oh Trey was a stormer that weekend. You know? Okay, okay, and what? And if you were and if you were there, you would have did the same thing. Yeah, yeah I mean I, I did it and I'll do it again for a chance. <laughs> Own it, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, with with uh, Kingston Fest, yeah, like I said. So just quickly, like I was texting Shans and I was like, you know, like I'm on the way, blah blah. She's like, like you know, she's like, home. she's like, yo, go home because like <laughs> backstage is GA, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about backstage? She is thought GA. I was joking. Like, Bro, that doesn't make no damn sense. So I, on my way in, I saw Shans leave, and I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm gonna see what's going on. She's like, yeah, be safe. No, no, no. I'm like, okay, cool. She tried to warn well, you. I literally, you. she literally warned me. So you know, my, like me and my girl are walking through, blah, blah blah. I saw Burna Boy walk in, and I said, oh, Burna Boy's here. And then he's he, gonna perform. He okay, great. Out. So we ended up getting backstage. Okay, cool. And I'm like, okay, I see what Shans meant. Like, there's just bare people back here who are not supposed to be back here. I can tell they're not supposed to be back here. There's just bare people. There's no water. There's no there's police nothing. on horses. Police on horses. Horse shit everywhere. It's a mess. And then six minutes later, I see Brenna Boy just U-turn and walk out and get in his little suburban. <laughs> he and I just said, went through culture land. That's yeah. why he's like not again. Not and I again. said, oh, I'm like, so Brenna Boy's gone. Brenna Boy's gone. Popcorn's in there. They're doing a whole bunch of sound checks because nobody can hear shit and blah, blah, blah. Popcorn's cussing in, blah, blah, blah. His people are upset because Ray Tay Tay and Popcorn ended up performing because he's a great performer and he's here yeah. for his fans. So mm -hmm. he ended up going on, but he literally said, yo, this is some fuckery. Give the people out that money. Them blood clot money. Yeah. As it should. But regardless of that, I'm That's glad crazy. you guys didn't have to experience that at oh, all. I don't know, baby. We're the big dogs. I, and I was too hungry. I was like, Hello? the line is too long. Yo, I the need to go eat. <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> Tanisha had not eaten all day, and I was trying to like. I saved my appetite for Jamaican like food. Yeah. That's Yo, what I wanted. I, I had like, the chicken outside. It was, it was busting still. Yeah, it was, yeah, busting. We had it was good. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Shout That's out crazy, the street bro. vendors. No, like it was. It, it, I saw the potential of what it could have definitely been good if they had logistically planned the gates better. But like Firefest was actually location, just not Firefest, Culture Land. I think I know you can't say it, but I'm gonna say it. Culture Land was a nightmare. Girl, listen. Period. I wasn't there. Why? Yeah, yeah I wasn't they, there I'm so angry because we had the choice. I mean, I wasn't OVO. there, but I mean, I, I I saw it. Culture on day two, didn't they move the venue and all From this like shit? And people Ajax showed up and oh, Ajax to Markham. People showed up. Nobody was there listen. at 11 p.m. They said nobody's coming. Go home. Like what the fuck? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> what? No, like I was. I was I went because it was we had the choice to go to OVO or um, Culture Land. So half of us went to OVO, like Tanisha and um, Marcus. They went to like OVO, and I was like, I'm gonna see Brina Boy. And so I went, and I was I got in a fight first of all. Oh jeez, this man pushed me. Oh god, like j put his hands on me. Oh yeah, listen, I blacked out that day from anger. So 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 it was kind of the same situation as um. Kingston Fest. Right. So they had the VIPs, the VIPs, like right here. And then GA is like not even back there, like back, back, back there. So they turned oh. on the gate. Oh, of course. Right? So I had VIP passes. They ran out of VIP passes. So I wouldn't have the GA pass. Oh, God. First of all. 
But thank God I knew the security there. So he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're good. And so this guy had a table, not a section, a table. Mm. And my friend told me something, and you know when I run and I laugh? And he's like, this is my section. I'm like, babe, no one, there's no section anywhere. Yeah. Everyone's just like crowded in this spot. Did he not put his hands on me and tell me to move? Oh. Oh. So obviously, Shans turns into Shans. Tanisha always has to cool me down. Because I go, I go from like here to like, yeah. there's no in between. There's no build up. I'm mm-hmm. just. So he puts hands on me. So I turn around, obviously, wilding. And my friends are wilding on him. Security comes. I get security. They come and they're telling him, like, if you do that again, you're kicked out. Then his. It was just a mess, honestly. It was just a mess. So I was in a bad, bad mood. Um, a friend of mine had to take me backstage, give me water so I can calm down. And then Burner Boy came on. People were jumping over, like, the barrier to backstage. Oh, Jesus. It was so chaotic. And I'm like, nope, I'm not doing day two. Sorry. I did want to do day two because I wanted to see Western. I wanted to see, mm. like, a lot of the UK artists that were coming out. I wanted to see them. And after I wake up and they're like, how they were like, no, it's not happening here today. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going back to bed. But it was, it could have potentially been like, they both had potential, potential. to be great. Mm-hmm. And it, Toronto needs that. Toronto I think definitely they should have been that. like, we're going to put, I think I said this before, where mm-hmm. there's a point when you're planning where you're like, when this you isn't know. happening right. the way me. it should. Trust yeah. me. And they should have just been like, let's just postpone it until right. next year out. or whatever. Because 100% they knew beforehand <laughs> when stuff were going right logistically. Because mm-hmm. even with us, we're like, okay, this can't happen. We have to cut this. We have to do this. Okay, let's announce this because we want to be as transparent as possible, right? So they knew this could potentially happen. Right. Right? They knew it was going to happen. They know it was going to happen, but they literally took the show must go on, literally. Like, they (laughs) (laughs) were like, this show must happen. They took it literally. But um, I think they gave refunds for the second day, so if they went to the second day, they got a refund. Burna Boy Boy gave an amazing show, so all my worries were gone after he performed. He He was phenomenal, like, Listen, Afrobeats artists, they come here and they do their job. David, Whiskey, yeah, Whiskey, David was good. Um, Burna Boy, that I call him Destiny's Child. So like of of <laughs> Afrobeats, they amazing job. So I forgot all about the anger, but I was like, logistically, this is not gonna pattern out. Like they mm. cannot do another day of this. Yeah. But um, I really hope something like I hope they can reconvene and get the trust back and do something next year because that kind of festival is needed in the city. We need like a a certain level. I don't like, know where they're gonna do it though. Because I heard Kaboom Fest had to cancel. They had to cancel because of Kingston Fest. Mm. Was it at Downsview Park? Downsview was like, absolutely not. No more blacks. I don't know if that's true. So I'm going to say allegedly. Allegedly, that's that's why. But they're like, no, no, we're not doing another day two of this. But I feel like Kaboom Fest. I don't blame them, though. Because I mean, look how bad that shit ended. (laughs) But it gets associated with the rest of like the culture. And And that weekend is what catapulted the stress, the chaos towards us. It's so good that you guys did do great. Cause if oh man, imagine with three. We're not three. new to this. We're true to this, baby. Of course. <laughs> like we yeah. we we knew it was gonna be a good show. Unfortunately, when Jasmine did, I'm have to pull out. It was, it it was horrible, but we knew we were still gonna give a good show, regardless, and we did. So well, giving y'all y'all flowers regardless. <laughs> Wishing yeah. you guys more success since you're on the pod. You're now relentless family. So. If you ever need anything, I told you I have a residency here. <laughs> <laughs> I basically have a residency. People, people were even asking me like, "Yo, like, 
are you sure yo what's gonna happen like are you nervous about the show because of everything da, da, da. and i'm like bro like i'm not nervous about anything the way i was looking at it in my view i was like yo a lot of things and a lot of festivals and stuff have been going wrong so i'm gonna Everywhere. make sure that mm-hmm. this is lit mm-hmm. so no one can say learn from others mistakes anything. right like, everyone's yeah. saying toronto curse but every festival this year we also have to remember we're coming straight off of COVID, so everyone's yeah. a little uh, dusty, you first know? Year out. Yeah. <laughs> first year out of jail, bro. But like wireless. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone dropped out of wireless. Of, like And people are saying, Oh, like this doesn't happen at festivals. Have you been to a festival? People Burn just be Boy talking. They don't know nothing about nothing. Tweet yeah. Burn Boy only tweeted. Saying I'm not coming. XOXO. People don't know nothing about nothing saying you scam because this person's not showing up. Bro, rolling loud like the biggest festival in the states mm-hmm. kanye was supposed to headline dropped kanye out kanye dropped, dropped out and still performed and then but. kid cuddy replaced him and, and then kanye, kanye came out <laughs> with on lil dirk's on lil dirk's set was the future set yeah, lil dirk. oh lil dirk's even kanye coachella lil kanye dirk's dropped out of coachella that's a yeah, festival. Know, yes. festival. i know people aren't running screaming screaming out rolling loud about like I don't know, well, bro. Rolling Loud made a, a little bit of a shady tweet when they, I guess they were hearing yeah. about the Toronto message. Yeah, they were like, oh, like, don't worry, that. Toronto. We got you. So I said, come, Retta. <laughs> if you got us, come strong, eh? That's wild. They, they too? Listen. That's wild. And one, last, line up. and one last thing I will say about that, like, regarding the whole manifesto thing, is if you rock with me or you claim that you support me or anything or attached to me positively in any type of way, and you were taking part in like bashing mm. or throwing shade or Co-sign, talking crazy that. about that. manifesto or talking crazy about something that had my name attached to it, even Thank though you. I don't work for them. You're being the L man's, you know? bro. Do you know? I literally that's, said that's the same I'm thing. I'm like, yo, if you rock, like, I obviously cannot say what I want to say online because I have to censor myself. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, like, this is your brand. It's this is my your brand. Job. This is my job, right? Even though I am PR, but. HR, PR, HR, everyone. Um, not HR. <laughs> not basically HR. <laughs> <laughs> Complaints? Yes. Okay, we'll get back to you shortly. Um, I just, yeah, obviously I don't want to tarnish the brand or whatever. And um, But if you rock with me and you are bashing something that you know I'm putting on, I've seen it and we're not friends somewhere. Don't crack to me. Simple. Yeah. I take note of everyone that was saying something, right? Some people may not know, but I know there's people that knew. Bro, the thing is, like, even with me, like, that was the like the most we've spoken in like a long time. I'm like, bro, I'm like, I want to make sure she's genuinely okay because I'm. I know you think take things personally. I do. So we were talking like almost every day. I'm like, yo, you like, are you good? Do you need anything? Like, I'm seeing people talk online. And I know, you know, this is your job and you work mm-hmm. hard. So you know, if no, you need anything, let me know. Whatever, whatever, bitch. Just so you know, people talking like this. You good? Y'all straight? Do I need to make a tweet? Do I need to get someone to make a tweet? <laughs> no, you know, do I need like, to get someone to make a like, tweet? What's wrong with you people? Do I need to cut someone out? Like, you know what I'm no, saying? Like, shout, listen. shout out my friends for real, Yeah. Y'all. If it wasn't for you guys, I actually don't know what I was Because when you work hard for something. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me a hug. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, even when you work hard for something, it, it, even if it's not yours personally, it's shitty to see someone like come at it with like some like crazy type of energy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nigga, you even know what the fuck we're doing. So like, what the fuck you coming with? Whatever. Regardless, y'all did good. Thanks. Thanks, mom. But <laughs> thanks, mom. Um, to get into obviously it's about this diary, so you know we gotta get into a little mess. We gotta get into a little little topics. You know what I'm saying? Because it's God. us. Um, first thing I want to talk about is because today I had a conversation with someone and we were talking about you know just like life and like 
having kids and all that stuff and they were in a situation where like you know they are not in the place to have kids like they want to have kids and stuff like that and i was thinking like okay if if someone is heeing and hawing about having kids my automatic assumption would to be don't do it right because i think which my question is do you think having kids is a selfless act or a selfish act right to me personally I feel like if you are not in the position for you yourself that you know you can provide for a kid, it is extremely selfish to have a kid. Or at least to not do the due diligence to maybe not have a kid. At the end of the day, you're bringing life into this world, right? I'm on the side of if I ever have a kid, I owe everything to my kid to provide for them mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I have their clear of family trauma. I want to make sure that they have no PST, PTSD. I can't PSTD. PSTD, PTSD. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm in a space where I will never like push my head. trauma on them. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? So I want to be mentally aware of myself to be the best parent, to make sure that I literally am in debt to you forever, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people have kids because, oh my God, I'm 30 and I want to have a kid and my time's running out. So I need to have a kid right now, but I don't have a job or I don't, you know what I'm saying? And they're having their kid, but then, you know, the family trauma gets passed on. And then you expect your kid to give back to you because I had you, yeah. right? You to me, that's life. an extremely selfish thing to do. Mm -hmm. But I, just, I don't know if I'm crazy. To me, it's like I would never want to have a kid just to have a kid if I'm not mentally, not even financially, not mentally, mentally right, yeah. right? Because rich, rich people have kids and their kids exactly. Up, up. But if I'm not mentally right to give a kid the amount of love and support and protect them from everything, not until they're 18, for the rest That's of really their right. lives, mm -hmm. as long as I'm living, I think it's extremely selfish to have a kid just because you want to have a kid. Just because oh I, I I need to I need to have a kid because I'm 37 or I'm 39 and and my time's running out or whatever whatever so I'ma just fuck this nigger raw. Um, Why? <laughs> oh my god! Apparently, apparently there's a lot of people do that though. People but do people that. Do that. People do I was that. talking women, to though, I, I was talking to a lot of yeah. men and they were like, yo, a lot of women are like, listen, I'm, I'm 39. Come in me. That's a this is sentence. why you wear condoms. I don't know if they're saying that verbatim, <laughs> but it's like, you know, like I'm 39, I want to have a kid. You don't have to be involved, but I want your sperm. I think that that's not really how life works, wear at least for me. But I want to hear more about safe sex on this podcast. I don't know if we really do. If you listen to the, if you listen to the show, there has been some debates about that. But. <laughs> I agree. I think that having a kid, technically, it is selfish. Like, right? you are choosing to do that. Well, I'm talking about, like, if you're willingly having a kid. Right. I think you're choosing to do that. So I do think that you owe that kid everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I never understood how your parents are trying to put stress and responsibility on you but it's like, yo, you, I didn't ask to be here, That's bro. That's like, all the time. You did that. You did that. And there's certain things where it's like, you know, certain topics of like even, I think we've talked about it once, maybe a long, long time ago, like making your kids pay rent mm -hmm. and stuff like that, where it's like, I personally Hi, don't agree <laughs> with that. Your mom that. made you pay rent? Listen. I personally don't agree with that because I agree. I I don't blame you. And I seen I seen a TikTok about that today where it's like, um, 
me talking to my mom after her um, telling me I have to pay two hundred dollars for rent, so I moved out to pay way more for rent. My mom said, but it's like about time. the it's about the principle <laughs> of yeah. it though. I I fully I'm like, yo, why are I you? That, yeah. yeah, what am I paying? Why am I paying to live in the house that I grew up in my whole life? Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, when you're paying for rent, it's not like you're a tenant now. It's like you're, you're still, still under. Yeah, you're rules. still a kid, but you're yeah, just right. paying rent. You still have to listen to the rules, do everything they say. Like, mm-hmm. so there's no incentive. But yeah, I really think that. I know that yeah. people shouldn't just be having that, kids. Like, save the money that you're paying so that when you leave, mm-hmm. my mom didn't when, do that. But <laughs> I know there's some parents. So I might do that where I'm just like, you know, so yeah, because you have to live yeah. responsibility yeah. in some way. Right. But I, I get like it. That. I get it. If it's something like that, and that's like openly transparent, where it's like you tell your kid, yo. This no, is what's I think it's happen. better when you don't, because then when they're leaving, you're like, and here's your present. And you're like, wow, thanks. Thanks, mom. What they try to leave too, leave too yeah, quick? Yeah, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't know my plan. Yeah, exactly. You don't know how to do it at $200 a month. Damn. Because realistically, for me, if, and I feel like my mom knew. If my mom was telling me, yo, you have to pay rent, I'm like, bro, I'm gone. Like, I'm not, I'm not about to do that, bro. I, I'm not doing that. I did leave. But exactly. And I just feel like, kids i like i don't know if it's social media or if it's the times it's like people are forgetting that having kids and having a baby like that's a human it's not a bag it's not a dog yeah like, it's a human bro a You're, you, some people are some people are having kids for youtube and for instagram yeah like, to have more deep. content there was one a, thing no i've yeah go ahead sorry just like what he was saying there was a couple that i think adopted a child a black i'm pretty they sure it was a it white back. couple in a black child they and they, they give yes. it they gave it back they because were on facebook to sell it sell no well because legally they couldn't slave? they couldn't <laughs> incorporate the kid as part of their youtube channel or yeah. whatever they couldn't record the kid so they gave the kid back they they were literally went on a Facebook group for like adopted like returnees. That's like a group. Returnees, that's fun. So like, does anyone want this kid? Like, they didn't say that. There's a whole section of returned yeah. orphans. That's yeah. They up. didn't say, oh, does anyone want with this kid? They're like, oh, like our our family can't really like deal with their responsibility. This kid is like great at like they're putting out their stats. Like they're auditioning for freaking NBA, bro. Like, Fuck. <laughs> like it's so sad because people just like they're doing like. They're just adopting kids for mm-hmm. the bands, having kids for the bands. They don't actually want children. Right. It's so, like getting a puppy. Like the mentality them, they approach yeah. that mm. with is is why there's a returnee section. That's One thing why. I've said when I speak to like my guy friends who were like, oh, you know, I like if I have a kid, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, one thing I will say is, and I will believe this and I will always believe it. Having a kid with someone is a bigger commitment than getting married to someone. Yeah. Because 100%. you can't, and people are like, that's not true. And I'm like, it is absolutely true because that's a kid. I don't want to ever get divorced. But if I do get divorced, now you we know, we go through the law, the courts, blah, blah, blah. We split our assets. I'm gone. Boom. You don't have to see me ever again, respectfully. But if we have a kid. That's for life. I have to see you at every birthday, every picture teacher teacher parent conference every single game every single recital every single weekend you see them i see them you pick up i pick up that is a commitment Mm -hmm. you're committing to one having that child and two having half of that child be that person exactly so do you want to expand on why oh no go ahead i was gonna say what are your thoughts around like men that are like i don't want this baby then i don't want it baby so yes, yes. So piggybacking off of that, you had a controversial tweet, like she always does, <laughs> when you were talking about yo, like 
women like choosing you, their baby you fathers. Literally pick your baby dad, mm-hmm. and people were getting people, people were very free. <laughs> I'm a pro-choice babe. Abortion is free in this country, Sha. Trigger wording. Yes. <laughs> But uh, I had to say that because you know people get yeah, yeah, yeah. people get triggered by the word yeah. So fuck them kids. No, Please fuck not. them kids. No, not fuck I mean, them kids. But my thing no, is like, and like I said, there are situ- like I said, I spoke about this on previous episodes. There are situations where, of course, you don't know things work out, things go left. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. there are plenty of situations where you see those red flags Bro. from the get, and you know you do it. Bro, the or you man continue is telling to you go abort that. I don't want that. If you have it, I'm like. Bro, I've seen some situations. I feel like if they're giving you that disclaimer, like I am not gonna be present. I feel like you then bro, have to believe him. that. Like I, insecure. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren said, "Bro, I don't want this youth on the show." Lauren it. said, "Listen, Condoleezza Rice, man, I want the youth, yo." And Condoleezza Rice still had the youth, bro. And look at the mashup from the beginning. So to me, it's like if a man says, "Yo, I don't want this." It's either I'm going to be completely. I don't even want to be like. I don't want to have a conversation with my kid like, yo, your dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, your dad did not want you. I don't want to have a conversation like, oh, well, where's my dad? Exactly. He, you know, I don't even want to put that on someone. Your child. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yes, some people can grow out of it and rage it, but I just, I would never want public vision like, yeah, you know, your dad, didn't your dad's want you not and around. So brought you here. And I know a lot of people who have kids and their dad dipped long time. They've never seen the man since. Fuck, are you talking about? You want my body to go left because you don't want to be here? Nasa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people do have babies thinking it's going to keep a man. And it will never. Will it never. will never. It will never. That perspective of like, this is going to be the thing that fixes our relationship yeah. is like no, that's very crazy. problematic. Because kids literally make or break every relationship. Yeah. Like, at, it, Friendships, romantic, everything. Cause I know, pe- like, I know people who have kids are like, yeah, I have no friends anymore because I have a kid, right? So you're telling me that that will not shift the dynamic of your romantic relationship. And there are cases where they'll be jealous, like, oh, their, their attention's not on me anymore. Like, their attention's on this kid. Like, it was, I see that episode where Kanye was mad that Kim couldn't get the band aid. The band aid for yeah, and yeah. He's like, <laughs> is is giving like kind of like you're jealous that the attention's not on them no more, but mm. like. It happens, like you know, the kid is your new life. Like that, that is my priority at the time. So I don't think having kids is inherently selfish. And I changed my opinion on this like a couple, like a while back. Um, I don't think it's inherently selfish because the person is not doing it out of a selfish place consciously. Mm -hmm. Because you know, we're taught kids are you know fulfilling in life, and people just want kids. It's happening, like you know. But you want to fulfill yourself. Yes, and you are choosing. Yeah, you're filling a void. You want to be so inherently. it can so be seen as selfish. Yeah, Inherently, it's, you. it's all you. Right? But understand, you ha- if you're doing that, make sure you're the most amazing mentally. Like, if the dad decides to leave, you are there for that kid. You have everything planned out. Like, a friend of mine just had a baby, and she sees the state of... She had it in America. She sees the state of America. She's like, me and my baby are getting the hell out of here, father or not. She's like, I do not want to raise my kid in a country where I'm worried about him getting shot at school every day. Right? Mm. She's like... This is my, like, she is an amazing mother, and she's like, I'm going to therapy. I'm working on myself. I don't want to take out my trauma on my kid. She's like, it's so hard, but she's like, I'm making sure I am the best. I don't want my kid to ever know I'm going through stress. Mm-hmm. My mom kind of did that when I was a kid, so I didn't even know half the wahala that was going on in my, in my my household because my mom never showed me that. Maybe, like, when I was, like, a teenager and I can understand, she kind of <laughs> traumatized me. But when I was, like, when I was, I was sprinkle of trauma. Because I'm an only child. She had nobody else to talk to. Yeah. So I 
but growing up i would say i can't say anything bad about my childhood because my mom hid that from me and i always commend her for that because i thought my parents were cool i thought they were besties fam like my dad was there all the time my mom was chilling they were having a good jolly good time but then when i got older i realized like oh it was these niggas don't like each other (laughs) my dad yeah but the fact that my mom even tried to do that despite the circumstances speaks words to like she knew that yo i brought this child into this world fam like i need Mm -hmm. to make sure she's not she's not without anything yeah we were living in the hood and i was going to karate classes like Mm -hmm. like (laughs) it's and my mom shipped me off to jamaica and i was still taking french classes and stuff going to the best private school while i lived in like the hood in jamaica and that's like a real hood yeah right so just i always will always say commend her for those little things right but kids are inherently selfish but if you're gonna bring them to this world don't traumatize them that's all you can do like and i don't think people really like i don't think circle people, of life how is it selfish right you're supposed to reproduce mm. you're not, mm. are you supposed okay. to though? you have the option to reproduce like yeah i i no get what humans. i get what tanisha is saying. Yeah. thing but i think it's just the Ozone that's why there. i was saying it depends on depends. how you go about yeah. having a kid right because yeah. if you Technically, like you can have a kid for a selfish reason and still be an amazing parent. Yeah. My mom literally told me, yo, I had you because I was lonely. <laughs> so, I but, love you, my son. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But my but I, mom. I never said selfish was wrong. Yeah, no, yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Like, inherently that, having me, kids can be selfish. selfish. Yeah. yeah. Inherently. Especially, especially back in the day, people were just having kids because you can have more to people to work yeah, on the farm. Right? Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah, but to me, it's like, yeah. yeah. What about you, Go sir? Ahead. Did you work up on a farm? No, I didn't grow up on a farm. <laughs> he was in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in, he the, was house. in the house. He, he, was was, he wasn't on the farm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we would have been on the farm. <laughs> he was cooking it in the kitchen. <laughs> we was. <laughs> we would have been on the Chris is gonna, farm. Chris is going to blow this whole thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, kid. Go ahead, Chris. I ain't Bye. got shit to say. No, I No. No, go Niggas ahead. Niggas were not in the house. Wait, what was the question? I don't know what the fuck you're I asking. I asked if you grew up on the farm. And so having, like, of course not. He was in the house. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's inherently, but like I, I think what you said, the way you worded it, the way you go about it, but being that kid, I think is a weird situation because it's like, okay, if they had you because they needed to have you and they needed more people at the farm, regardless if that's morally okay or not that kid's gonna have resentment you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you make that kid pay rent because you need to either way he's they're gonna right, geez, somewhere right. down the line that's gonna come back and you you gotta deal with that and that's what they make therapy for whatever right, right. but i don't i think, was i was not in the house yeah i think people don't realize how easy it is to pass on trauma yeah right because you're, you're not conscious of it right it's the smallest statement it's it's the, it's the littlest argument it's it's you know the things that you might and my thing is like i one thing i make very because i have a lot of younger cousins so one thing i'm very like serious about is being very open with them right because i know how it feels sometimes to maybe not be able to tell your mom something you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i always make sure i'm like listen like I am here for you. You can mm. tell me whatever the fuck you need to tell me, mm-hmm. right? You guys are 10 years younger than me, 12, 13, I don't care. You need something, whatever. You did something, tell me. All the at time. At least have that support system. You have an issue with your parents, tell me. I'm not, I don't need to go back to them, but if you need an outlet, let me know. You don't like playing this sport, let me know. You're not doing well in school, tell me. 
because my cousins were that same way with me, right? So I want to make sure for them, I'm that same outlet that you have. Mm-hmm. I need you to look me in the eyes and tell me if you don't like what you're doing or, you know, something's wrong or you heard a comment that an adult, because at certain times when you're a kid, you hear shit that adults say, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wait, what? Like that, that's, that's weird. It's like the Santa isn't real kind of. Content. Yeah. But like times 10. Mm-hmm. So like if you hear shit that you don't like, let me know. I can explain it to you the best way I can. Cause I know what it's like being that kid and hearing shit or witnessing shit. And you have no one to go to about it. Facts. Yep. You know what Facts that conversation course. sounds like when you're an adult though, is I tried my best. I tried my best. Yo, right. yeah. That's gotta be my, my new number did. one. Yeah. Don't yeah. say that shit to yeah. me yeah. ever. Like, Do you know how much so parents triggering. out like, there don't even feed yeah, their compared. kids? Yeah. Da, 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 da. But that makes you resent, oh, you paid for my basketball so you could tell me this now, you exactly. know? I, I wish right. you didn't pay for my basketball then, you know? Right. Like that resentment. You're so I guess. ungrateful. Oh, I I brought you into this world, girl. Who told you to do that? Who told, who you? told you to do it? Bro, like there's you been instances. There's been instances where I'm like, I feel like you guys should not have had children. <laughs> like you guys were not equipped for the shit. You did all. not have the facilities for this. You did you not have the facilities for this. You did not have the facilities for this big man. That's I feel. Do you ever oh, think back you now that you're an adult, like on certain situations, and you're like, wait a minute, hold on, because like for me, <laughs> I remember, like, I remember when normal. I was younger, and I. Um, Jamaican parents, well, Caribbean parents in general are just very dismissive about certain, certain things that yeah. people do, like especially when it comes to like sports or stuff like that. Like they don't really see the need for it. Yeah. So when I was like really, really young, I remember and I wanted to like join a basketball league and it was like $300, right? Or when I wanted to join the gym. And now that I look back on it, and I'm not talking money aside because sometimes people generally don't, don't have, have money. It, yeah. But when it's a situation and I look back on it and I'm like, yo, a gym membership is $35 a month. Mm-hmm. You're trying to tell me that you didn't have the $35 a month? And that's cat because I see you buying all this <laughs> shit. Bro, you had that $35 a month for me to go to the gym. And they don't the think The whole it's like a year thing. of basketball is three bills. You're telling me you didn't have the, you couldn't scrape the three bills for me to go play the sport. Yeah. And it's like you, I know you may have not, you may have not been splashing cash. But if you wanted me to do that, you would have found a way for me to do that. So sometimes I'm like, "Mm." and that's what my mom, like, I'm glad she did. My parents spoiled me. Yeah. Like my, cause I was the only, my mom's only child, right? My dad, my dad's Jamaican. So obviously I'm not only child on his side, but I'm my mom's only child. My dad has like, I have like six siblings. I love him to that. Not because he's Jamaican. That's very much his own choice. (laughs) (laughs) Name one Jamaican man that has only one child right now. Your father. Oh, my, my Your father? Pick up your dog. What if my dad has, only had my sister multiple, and I? Yeah, with my mom. with the same woman. Listen, you guys are the first. This is but the first if time we I've go into the this. older generation, yeah, <laughs> like my yeah. grandpa and them and him brothers. <laughs> that's everyone. That's every culture. So don't. No, it's Jamaicans. I love Jamaicans. I do too. I love Jamaicans I grew up in too. Jamaica is my home. Like I grew up in Jamaica. I like Jamaica. Them they give bun. They give bun. They give bun. They give bun. Listen, when you grow up back home. Bun is like like cheating is normal. Like that's with every will, culture. But it's I can't speak on other cultures. Ju- exactly. So that's what you can't say. I can't speak on other cultures because people flog me to death. Yes, but Denise, and, are you Jamaican? Yeah. I am. Period. <laughs> but anyways, the, the, from my experience as a Jamaican, I've never met a Jamaican man with one child. 
all the time and if they have one child it's pitting it on no boat no Listen, i definitely 23 and me is an up but that's all i'll say about that oh, anyway <laughs> i definitely know jamaican men who have actually my dad was born in london i don't know if that counts but i definitely I mean, first gen dads are different than like grown yaddy yad, men maybe but it's just a culture if people want to talk about it go back to slavery and rah 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 but like we won't get into that why that is but anyways so i'm my mom's only child so she wanted to make sure she had a like my mom never beat me Mm -hmm. right so because she's like i didn't like when my mom beat me sure she messed up in a lot of other areas but even today i'm don't i've had like one one relationship my entire life right my parents have never my, my mom has never pressured me to find a husband to get married because her my grandma never did that rest her soul she mm -hmm. never did that my grandma would leave my man listen her man didn't like me they got married like maybe two months ago two months let's say i when i moved to jamaica her husband didn't like me at the time they got married two months prior did she not divorce him after he said he doesn't want to he doesn't want me in the house oh so those are the kind of women i was around so that's why relationships and marriage and kids have never sh like that's never been like t priority on my list mm -hmm. because my mom never kind of like pushed that on me and she knew as an only child like that that, that dynamic doesn't make sense to me right because i've never been around kids i've never been around big families it's just me my mom and my dad in canada so my mom did right in a lot of places that she saw she didn't like her parents doing. Mm -hmm. But she also went super left field over to the Gardner Express and another <laughs> in other ways. Like, but the ways that I could see the ways that she did try not to be like, you know, the, the typical Jamaican parent. But there's a lot of other ways that she continued that cycle. And if I do decide one day to have children, I, I, I'm so like aware of these things. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not passing it on to my child. So if I do have kids, I'm. I need to be in therapy every week, every mm, day, yeah. every five seconds, because kids are not easy. Like I see my, I see my friends. I'm like, how are you doing that? Yeah, they, see, they need you all the time. It's crazy. Right? I, that's what I think about. Like, yo, when you have a kid, from this moment that you have a your kid, life your life is all your social day, life. Every your, so, your life is like different. You are taking care of the human. It's not. It's not that bad. It's bad, but it's not like all oh, you're a slave. You can't just get like, up and go. You have to think. No, you're about right. You every decision you make like, has to have this. Have your kids. Yes, in that is true. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's crazy. Insane. But you're making you it seem like you're like dogs. handcuffed to the youth. Because I leave my dogs at home all the time by themselves. Well, Tisha, your dogs really? are inside for dogs. For how long? They are inside dogs. They're not inside. There's no inside okay dogs. Exactly. What, what do you mean? How long are they inside for? They don't go outside. What do you mean they don't go outside? They go on the patio sense. and they come back inside. That's about it. What patio? That's self-sustaining. At her house. <laughs> Wait, they don't, like, you don't take she them for She made her dogs inside dogs? They're small dogs. My house is big enough for them to run around and have fun. That... I've you have multiple too? She has yeah, like three. I have three dogs. Three! <laughs> and they don't go see outside? I have two puppies, so if anyone's looking for a puppy. Oh my God, they got pregnant uh, again. I told you, remember? We, were made, we made the appointment to fix her. And then she and got you pregnant. never got, and she got pregnant again. She, oh, so you have five? Jesus. Two, one is sold already. There's one that's still for sale. What kind of so dogs are these? Chihuahuas. Long hair chihuahuas. No, they're cute. No. No, they're really <laughs> well-tempered. They're really well-tempered. I have a dog. Your dogs he is, match dogs your so personality. I'm chill, so my dogs are chill. Yeah, they never... Well, Nani's kind of... Nani doesn't like people. She hates everyone. Yeah. But, yeah. no. Why do people start looking like their dogs? I do not look like my dog, Yo, so don't even go there. Let me see your... There's your phone. I have a chocolate lab. My dog doesn't look like me. I look people nothing like my I dog. I always look like my dog, because technically a chocolate lab is a vanilla lab and a, a black dog? lab yeah you said you did this you saw my mom walk out with the dog you i have did a dog? i did i did this before and um 
I guess a chocolate lab is the biracial dog. Oh God. That yeah, has a light. Like, Wouldn't that be a Dalmatian? You can't really see. Well, I guess because it spots. But to make a chocolate lab, you do need one like a vanilla dog. Oh, you must have dog to make it. Tisha's not gonna use an iPhone. Okay, no, this is crazy. I can't see the dog's face. Because there's so many apps. Hold on, let me close it. How do you close this? They are currently looking on someone's phone to look at the dog. Yeah, sorry, I'm looking at Tanisha. Tanisha's dog. No. No, it looks nothing like. Come on, exactly. But yeah, um, yeah. Honestly, I just think you know, know if kids, you have kids, go to go to therapy. Yeah, yeah, and even like me, like my mom was a single mom for like ninety percent of my life. So but your situation is very unique. Like, yeah, ob- obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I think when my parents like were together, like when my dad was alive, it was it was very like mm-hmm. loving family mm-hmm. Cosby Show type shit, right? Aww. And then obviously yeah. shit went left. Obviously, my dad pop not left, but changed after my dad passed but i felt like they definitely fit well with each other and even though like a single parent's heart especially when you like, you lose yeah, someone so suddenly mm-hmm. obviously my mom had trauma that Such obviously you know trickled down to me and my sister right that's just how unfortunately yeah. life the cards in the delta but she did or did a she did do a very good job of like having up like us unpack these things as we got older which i 100 commend her for but there's definitely a lot of hurdles like you know it's crazy the butterfly effect that yeah. everything has on kids because even me personally i grew up with a single mom for a majority of my life as well mm-hmm. and i now that i'm older looking back on it i really think like me and like how everyone knows me is just you know, never being in a relationship, like never really mm. with girls and stuff. I do think that has to do with like me never seeing like seeing my it. mom in a loving relationship, never seeing a man loving a woman, never seeing what a healthy relationship looks like. So mm-hmm. it's like it's not really something that was in my mind yeah. to look after. It's crazy. But then also on the other perspective, I've heard some people say that you should cut your parents some slack because at the end of the day, your parents were just two people that just ended up having kids and a lot of people don't look at as a lot of people don't look at their parents as people People. like right look at them as your parents so when you think about it and it's like your dad was just a guy and your mom was just a girl and they just ended up having you they pined I haven't heard that word in I years. Know. You're bringing that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I'm here for it though. Pine. pine. No, let's bring back pine. Let's <laughs> we didn't bring that pine. Vibe teal. Let's not say we did. Yeah, literally, please. Let's not say we did. No, but like honestly, when I see like some of my friends, they have kids, and that's I think my friends having kids is what made me see my parents as people. Because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing having kids? Then yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are my parents doing having kids? Right, so that I think that humanized my parents more for me because we see them as our superheroes from our young. But you know what, honestly, but I feel like with our generation, where we've learned, we've seen the stuff we unlearned, we have so much access to way too much information. So I feel like if you're a shitty parent at this in this generation, you're you're just a bad person. Like you're generally choosing to be a bad parent. I'm crying. Like you're you're literally choosing to be an asshole. There are so many resources. There's Facebook groups for moms. There's Facebook there's groups. YouTube. Bro, there's YouTube tutorials. Bro, there is Facebook even like people obviously people have like mental mom. illnesses. There's like I seen Facebook groups for um, moms with schizophrenia. I've seen wow. Facebook groups for moms who have bipolar disorder, borderline disorder, like there are so many resources that our parents ever had because a lot of our parents are mentally ill, but they never dealt with it. Yeah. So if you're like 
a shit parent. I'm like, yo, you just you're actively choosing to be, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you have no excuse. That's like when people have like misinformation. I'm like, you're actively choosing to be an idiot. You're being yeah. obtuse. Yeah. You're being obtuse. <laughs> like, you genuinely being a bad parent is being obtuse. That's like, crazy. you have we have the internet, bro. We don't have to flip through an encyclopedia to see the definition of like what a mother is. Yeah, with my parents, like my mom came from like an Anglican like household, so like. Anglicans more like I call it like the like the diluted Christian mm. like we're not like too into it but you know we're little into it you know what I'm saying like it's not like super pressure but like it's pressure I don't know I, I just feel like it's it, I've always raised like yeah like we go to church sometimes barely mm-hmm. we believe in God obviously we pray we celebrate Christmas Easter all that stuff we do bun and cheese and we fast for whatever whatever right but then like my dad's side of the family they're like seven day adventists which is like mm. super military. concentrated military <laughs> yeah <laughs> super concentrated christian right so it's funny because like my dad broke that cycle where he was like my kids are gonna celebrate halloween they're gonna dress up they're gonna go trick-or-treating they're so you gonna didn't have to go to hallelujah night for church <laughs> no, no, no. yo like, i had to go to that he was like the one who was like no like you know they'll do what they want you know what i'm saying like when they're older they're yeah which is when they're older what they want to do i was baptized in an anglican church so technically my mom's religion um but yeah he was more like because like you're saying events like you don't do like halloween you don't do no you don't even do your birthday you don't oh. do really my mom's your birthday. I I saved myself. you don't do no yeah, type I'm, of like serious they're on a serious <laughs> thing like church on saturdays from sunrise to sundown and that's how a lot of my cousins were on my dad's side right but like so when i'd go like visit my dad's side of the family when i got older i'd have like tattoos i'd wear makeup i had visible piercings and they were like what <laughs> Yeah. You know how I look like that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but obviously my mom was like, yeah, because they're grown and she's 13 and she has her ears pierced. Who the fuck cares? Like, you know what I'm saying? As I got older, more piercing started to happen, more tattoos started to happen. And it was more like, they kind of just looked at it like, okay, well, you know, like her mom lets them do whatever. But like, mm-hmm. is like religion like a deal breaker when it comes to like that stuff? Like, would you marry someone who's like, super religious like i, I, I don't want my kids to be this 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 I this can't. and that i can't that's a deal breaker for me 100 percent. not yeah. like all cards on the table like if i don't mind someone being with their faith but i need you to be kind of like with your mom like mm-hmm. your family i will never deny someone their faith because i'm very accepting that I'm not saying i follow any faith myself i'm just vibes but <laughs> <laughs> i'm literally just vibes and I, i'm spiritual i guess um but if you're super strict to the point where because I'm not your religion, you can't take me home. I'm not even, you're not even in my- Or like you have to radar. convert. You're not even my radar because once I find that out, I'm like, okay, I listen, I'm not I'm not trying to do like some Netflix lifetime movie thing. Like oh, we're sneaking behind, together, we're sneaking yeah. behind the door to nah, do to kiss because you're pretty, no, no ma'am. Struggle love. We're not doing that. I don't yeah. have the capacity for that. I don't have the capacity. Yeah. And it is a, yeah, it's pretty, it's a deal breaker for me, honestly, like straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, she said you can be religious, can, but yeah, you can be religious. I don't want you to impose it on yeah. me or our offspring. Yeah. I also feel yes. like it's a difference. I think like I, I've heard women say that too, where they're like, if a man isn't like a seriously devout like Christ, religious yeah. Christian man or something, I don't think I could. And I hear that, and I'm like, I'm Good not that. You. Yeah, you know, like Good you should you. seek out what you know. Uh, I don't. Yeah. It could yeah. be a deal breaker for me if you're seriously religious, religious to the point where like you feel like you're, you're trying you, to convert me, yeah. or your yeah. position on like very, very big issues like them. abortion or something like is very because of religion. Way, wayward, yeah. 
I can't. I don't think I can get with that. No. Yeah, for me, I think it comes with like you're you could be super religious, cool, but I think the thing is with a lot of people that are super religious, it also comes with like a lot of judgment mm-hmm. against others and and um kind of looking down upon other people that don't follow the same things that you do and that's the part that i don't like Mm. like you could go ahead be as religious as you want but you can't tell other people or tell me that you're not living right because you're not doing what these people are doing like Mm -hmm. that's the type of stuff that i will never see heaven (laughs) if you get to heaven and i am not dead (laughs) you have gone you have gone to hell hell. Like I can't be, I could be with someone like that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I think religion definitely can be a deal breaker, especially like a lot of people like think because Christi- Christianity is like the white man's religion, mm-hmm. right? That it's like, oh, it's not that. Yo, Christianity can be like crazy, bro. Insane. There's so many cults. Like, your cults. Yeah, it can be like insane. And the thing is, like, I don't know. Like, I'm weird. Like, I I wear a cross all the time. This is my grandma's cross, right? So I wear this cross all the time, but like. I'm sort of religious, but like not religious and like believe in God, but like don't always go to church, but like pay before I eat, but like I don't really know, but I celebrate mm-hmm. Christmas, but like I don't really know, but I talk about Jesus, but I don't really. You know, like, I'm, I'm in like this weird. Yeah, I'm literally one foot in, one foot out. But I mean, I don't know. Hallelujah. Yeah, I don't know. It takes. <laughs> it just takes time. Everyone has their own path like that. And once again, it goes back to the judgment. With a lot of older people in our generation, they tell you, yo, you need to be this. Like, my family is Christian, so a lot of people will be like, yo, you need to be Christian before Jesus comes and you end up going to hell and da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> I think just our situ- our generation, we just, we're more inquisitive and we have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't have answers for the questions because they were, they were taught to just blindly follow things and our generation doesn't really blindly follow stuff so much information yeah my and it's never forced me to so go it's really my mom never forced nah, me i, only I definitely had to go to church yeah, yeah, yeah. if I had someone's to getting christian my mom didn't my, mom never my dad did us. though when my dad like gave nah, up his life of, 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 of sin he became like you know my dad you know yeah. dollar don yeah, dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dad he's like he is like pastor's like son yeah. like he is Pastor, it's, it's like a funny. patience. It's a patience thing because what I would say and what I say to even my mom or my uncles and aunts or other people, I'm like, yo, okay, let's let's just go with what you guys are saying, mm-hmm. right? When did you become saved, quote unquote? <laughs> and most of them, it's like mid twenties, yeah, 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 early thirties or whatever. And I'm like, okay, so if you had that time, why can't I exactly. have that time? And no, I'm 100%. I'm that same right, age, right, like. Yeah. Or if, if if God came before you were that age, so what? You would have just been adios too? Like, come on, bro. Like, give me a break. Like, give me a break. Wow, you're saying wow the whole phase. Give me a religion whole phase. Like, let me develop. Let me develop on my own time. Religious whole phase. Let me develop on my own time. Yeah, I just. I had so even with me, like I. This is why, like, I'm one foot in, one foot out of religion. Because I had this aunt who was like. Religious to the bone, church on Saturday, seven till night, every day, only wear skirt, no makeup, everything. Sunday dinner, don't go nowhere. God is everything. God, 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 he's my savior. I'm safe. And I was like, all right, yo, lady, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, even from a kid, I was like, yo, like, vegan thing, not eat meat. Like, she was just hard, like, religious. And I was like, I don't like her like that, but you ain't that fun, but okay. 
Then one day I got older. I think I saw her for the first time in years. And the first thing she said was, oh, yeah. So I see my, oh, black men are so sexy. I said, what? <laughs> Auntie, Auntie Undine, this is you? <laughs> she said, yeah, they're just, you know, just so, I love black men and their sexiness. And I said, girl, what's last you put the church? And she goes, oh, you know, I don't really do that anymore. I said, oh, you don't do that she anymore. She but now you want to have sex. And talk about black men are sexy. She, she said, Oh, skirts? look at you. You got dick down now. You don't know who Jesus is. Okay. Crying, no. <laughs> I was, I was so, me and my cousins were like, Hold on. She just say black men are what sexy. Is she, what did she say? Is she, is she, is she talking with horniness right now? Is she no one saying anything, Zoe? <laughs> I was so, we were all just like, And she's like, Yeah, you know, girl, how it, I said, Don't girl me. You've been fucking. <laughs> Strict down to the hell. Nah, Stella got her group back. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, from Jesus. I was like, yo, when did this happen? When did you decide to be like. <laughs> Not that I, I don't know, you're too much. <laughs> when did she decide to be this hot girl and Yaman? And I was like, girl, did you Did you wake up and like rediscover her life? <laughs> like, you said, life's too short. Give me some dick. Give like, me some love. <laughs> I was like, girl, you were literally skirt down to your ankle. Okay? Skirt up to your she ankle. Skirt, skirt, skirt. Every skirt. day you pray on the ground, knees. So, Hallelujah. Does, pray. She, wear, does she wear pants now? Yeah, man. Bumpa. She wear pants yeah, man, now. Yeah, good. And her dreads come down. Oh, yeah. They're not up anymore. They come down. What? I haven't seen her in a year. But that day I said, girl, you're different. No, good, 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 good to get some good cocky I said that say. is not how you were my entire life. So it's interesting to see about black men are just so sexy. I said sexy. Wow. <laughs> that was, wow. Sexy girl. Watch, okay. watch. If you haven't spoken to her in years, watch her find a clip on this. And it's the first reason she's going to get to you. It's the clip we're using. It's the first clip she sees. Is that me she's talking about? Yeah, I, was, I mean, all praise her. I haven't seen her. All praise her. But I remember saying, like, Girl, you were like religion to the dogs. Like that, yo, Jesus is your dog. And now you're saying you want to have sex oh, to no. your nieces? God bless. It's a character arc right there. Huh? Character arc. It, oh, is. You know, like, it really is. The rise and I wonder fall. what happened. I don't know if it's a fall. I don't want to <laughs> put her in that situation. It happens. Like, I, I genuinely did that, that happen. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I don't she know. We talked what? last episode about mind blowing sex. Yeah. yeah. She must have added mind blowing gone from God. I didn't say all that. I'm, I'm <laughs> never coming back on this podcast ever again. <laughs> Her mind blown gone from God. She should not, should not remember him. <laughs> she did not remember him one time. What's the next topic? Yeah, let's, <laughs> hey, about them Blue Jays. Uh, <laughs> Our How last topic doing? is your topic, the NBA sniper list. I'm not involved. I am. See, I don't talk to see, me. I don't even this, know what's going on. This was just banter. I know. Hey, how this came? Yeah, this wasn't yeah, even really like a real. We're freaking out. This wasn't even really like a real thing. We were just talking <laughs> about the NBA, right? And as guys, who if you're a guy that goes out, or if you're you be in certain rooms, mm. there's certain names of people that like if they're coming into town or if they hear. Like, if you hear that these people are going to be somewhere, just know that the women are not going to be looking your direction that night. So I was just interested in hearing if 
anyone had any opinions on who they thought the NBA sniper list was. Okay, sorry. And Explain once again, the list I have to one talk, more time. The I list. have to talk allegedly because, like, I, like I know actual you information, the NBA, and I can't really disclose certain things. Okay, but are we going off experience? When you, you say NBA sniper list, is like, it like, like the dudes in the NBA that you know when they pull up, they're the the room is on them. Uh, I don't know if I can answer that question. Yeah, like this is a very. <laughs> but I know if Jason Tatum pull up, my eyes gonna be like on I him. said. I have no words. What? <laughs> you say for the first time you have no words? I'm putting on my. I'm, I know if Jason Tatum pull up, my eyes will be on. Not him. gonna lie, allegedly, if a certain basketball player allegedly pulls up on me, allegedly. I'm about, I'm about to, I'm joining the list. I'm on the list. Allegedly. Though. The strip clubs are very familiar with uh, Mr. James Harden. Oh, but we know that. Known, see, I'm talking Mr. about Magic stuff City. like that. He's a very familiar. Um, Lou Williams got to be up there then. Oh, yeah. Lou Williams. We're talking about sniper. Lou Williams had two girlfriends. One light skin, one dark skin, no? Or one whatever. Lou. Yeah, he had the two. Paul George is also known in the, in the streets. Is he? Or like, for uh, like, he steps out on the town for a night. I feel like Jordan Poole has a reputation now. It's developed. Jordan, cultivating has he? One. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jordan Poole. Don't but do I think, that. But I, see, but I, have to, but I allow him. Love to, everyone loves Toronto because we don't have paparazzi culture, right? That is so the they thing. So they can yeah. cheat on whoever the hell they want, and there's no... It's not getting outed. Time out. I'm not going to say cheat, but I am going to say that definitely when celebrities come here, they they walk a little looser. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't have like, like LA on the street. So when they're out here, they might get caught in like a random TikTok. Or when I say caught, like maybe like on the street with their dogs, you know, dancing somewhere random. They might get caught in a random like situation, but they're not getting like someone's like actively preying them with a DLS, mm-hmm. DSLR, like zoom fucking lens. Like, like that's not happening. Yeah. See, but okay, but so when did this change? Because it wasn't always like this. Like when did the shift come to where now you know there's a demographic of women that are not going to an event if it's not an elite only or like a yeah. celebrity what do you mean? or uh what do you mean they're athlete. not going to an event they're not you're not you're there's you certain girls you're not seeing them you're not you seeing them at the event if if a nba player or a rapper is not there yeah but respectfully they're probably selling box but just in general okay so that so when did that happen when I can tell women started Toronto, selling box. I can tell you Toronto probably <laughs> it, it a shift a history, happened though. for when Vince Carter was here. Yeah, we he know brought, that. He brought model culture here. Yeah, right? but yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. when we started Us, okay. growing up. This It was not always like this. That we knew of. But I think it's because we now are old and we have yeah, access we're in to those the, we have spaces. Right? But even from what, yeah, is it an access thing? Or for is sure. It's like, an access thing. Because even when we started clubbing, it wasn't like this. Oh, but the now there's 19-year-olds in these spaces. Oh, baby, the hoes was out. The 19-year-olds out. But we say no. Yeah. We didn't know what hoes looked like. Yeah. We didn't know We didn't know the You point. weren't there 19 at all the big up events? I was. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. Not like no. I went to concerts. Not, not like how it not is the now. way. Not no. Not the way it is now. But I've been to like. You I know. feel like they were. I feel like this happened before that. Not for me. Not when I was that young. Okay. Like people, you because now it it leaks into like people that you know. Yeah, you know a is. bunch of people that are in a bunch of these spaces. Mm-hmm. But also social media, right? Like Instagram that. was not when I was nineteen. Instagram was not popping, popping, popping. We like were that. posting like our dogs yeah we post like literally selfies no filter selfies outside like dumb like canada's wonderland like sign two-piece these athletes have (laughs) access to these 19 20 year olds these athletes have access to these 
Instagram accounts that have thousands and thousands of followers yeah. or hashtags or before. you know location settings and all this stuff and filters and and Facetune and all them things that so of course it's easier to access more women. Also, you have people in different cities whose like jobs are to round women up. Mm-hmm. But what I don't like is now that it's like you have been invited to these parties or you have access to this. Now you move like you're too sick to come to a regular okay. party. Now. <laughs> Why? I, the, the, I love a regular party. Me, I won't lie. No, 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 no. Friends that only because if yeah, that go to like if you King keep Street it a West. stack, if you keep it a stack, you know there are people, and I know a lot of people where it's like, if say say it was you or say it was me, say if it was I was having a party, and. Just pick some random celebrity. And Sway Lee if, was at uh, Sway Lee. Yeah, no, but he he be around. No, let me no, I'm not gonna say let nothing. me like someone random. Like who's a random celebrity? Tiger. Okay, yeah. Let's I'm say crying. I. <laughs> let's say it's like this. And if you keep it a stack, if we have to be Come honest on, with ourselves. If I was having a party, and Tiger was having a party, but my party guaranteed everyone knew my party was gonna be booming. Like this was gonna be an amazing party. And Tiger's party was going to be a trash party. They're There's still people that would still go to Tiger. They're still going to Tiger's party. Who are you? Are you asking me or are you asking in general? In general, like you know, there's groups of people that are like that. Tiger. Okay, unless it doesn't matter. No, it yes, matter. yes, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. They just want to be. It could yeah. be a prince of Dubai. I know someone. Right. Anyone like who they know that has so one. <laughs> <laughs> we do. But my thing is, okay, what I will say is. People are choosing the trash elite party over a good regular party. What you I will say is, and I'll get into this. I'll get into Back. this more next episode, because people think I am a groupie because I go to celebrity parties sometimes. You quoted that. Who? Someone called you. No, a someone literally said That's like, "Yo, up. she's a groupie." Is that the lipstick alley? Um, we'll, get, we'll get into that oh, next wow. episode. Cool. Stay Famous. tuned. But whatever. Point is, yeah, people are like, oh, whatever, she's a groupie because she stays at these fucking parties with these celebrities and these guys or whatever. Okay, cool, whatever. First of all, I'm not popping pussy, so go ahead. I literally, I can say that very, very boldly. I've never slept with any of these guys, mm -hmm. right? So groupie me or not, that's not happening. But regardless, I've been to some of these events. They're not, they're not fun not. at all. Everyone's on their phone. <laughs> Listen, I they're think like when I first started at Manifesto, we were like, oh, how come we never get invited to these fun parties? We started getting invites to these parties. I'm like, I don't want to go to these parties ever again. They're they not, suck. These, some, a lot of these industry parties they are suck. not that it's fun. fun. Ours are even fun, though. If, even if they're the it's most private, take your status. phone, That's blah, blah. Yeah, I go because is. I genuinely know people there and i get invited you know i'll go and i'll respect it Vibes, i'll show yeah. face because like, you know you invited me okay that's cool you literally hit my line and said yo pull yes. up to this party okay i'll come for sure okay but the thing is but you know now, it's gonna be shit but I, i'm not shit it's not gonna be the vibe that i want like people are not is, gonna be bubbling and wild hold on hold on right there though can you genuinely say that to the rates that you go to these to the rate that you get invited and show up to these parties that you know might or might not be good. Mm -hmm. Do you show up and go to parties that you know might or not might not be good for just regular folk? All the time. It's 50-50. Yeah. You can generally say that you 50-50 go to these elite parties and go to regular parties. Yeah, because if I get invited to a regular be. party, no, I, I will I haven't go. seen you at any of my regular parties still. I have not. What was the last time? I haven't seen you at any of my regular parties. Bro, have you never been to a Caruza? you never been to Emma Brown? literally, I've never. First of all, the first time I heard Caruza's name was when I asked you about everyday people. Oh, I don't even know okay. who that is. Yeah, no, well, you, listen. And you never invite me nowhere, so don't go there. I mean, so that's not up. necessarily true. That is very true. You invited me to Scooters and I came I told and that you was... Come, I told you to come to the New Year's party. 
No, you didn't. Yes, I did. The New Year's party, That's I didn't even go call. anywhere like elite. I literally went to Toronto Beach Club for I, dinner. I'm saying I invited you to the New Year's party. You literally what don't invite me. I was invited to the New Year's party. Thank you. But the point is, if you, like, I'm yo, I'm having a party on Friday, I'm going. <laughs> Okay. All right. If you say I can't say that you're not telling. Well, me. when you go, so when you go to everyday people, you're gonna see this. Like, I'm not going. I don't have a ticket. I'm on a wait list. <laughs> hey, what is? It's like a you have to apply for a. You have to literally join the wait list to go like to this. It sold out so quick, and I'm like, bro, I want to go. I genuinely to go want to go because I I seen the tweet like Toronto wasn't fun. I had so much fun this summer. I probably had the most fun I've had in a while. And I it's because I go to these summer. regular parties because I'm going to. Um, like like I said, I tweeted. I was like, Caruza has been saving the city this summer. They've had such fun parties. We ha we started doing like little fun stuff too. Like our parties are really fun, and it's because we don't we don't care about no. Your brunch was thing. really fun, but I wish fun. they turned it up the entire time. I think they saw it's like, oh, it's three thirty. Let's play all the good tracks. Like, bitch, we've yeah. been here for three hours. Like, we should have been twerking from one p.m. But we kind of didn't. Well, we did want to be. A oh, fun you did. You wanted, wanted to be, be like, sophisticated. Okay. No, it was, oh. no, it was supposed to be like they a wanted, networking event. They wanted event. pinkies up. No, no, no. It was supposed to be like the <laughs> the upcoming artists be able to network with like okay, industry fair. people. Yeah, and because it's kind of hard to network when Dutty Wine is playing. <laughs> it is. It exactly. is. It is. It is. Ponytails slapping. What you do? What you do? What you do? You're your artist. I have a podcast. You want to be on my podcast? Next episode. That's great way network though. Are you done? But we had we've had a we've had like some lit events. So. Our after party was fine. Our after party was. We were there for like. I was drunk. We drunk. girl, listen. The we one were at, uh, at Nomad. Yes, I was, I was there. Too it tired. was tired. I didn't even go after the show. I no, went straight no, to bed. No, Trey was like, I can't. I was like, yo, I'm going home. He's like, I'm so tired. Do I have to do it again? It I'm like, was, yeah. It was yeah. So I'm like, he's like, I have to go back on stage. I'm like, yeah, you have to tell people bye. Literally, yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I definitely like, like I said, going to those industry parties, you appreciate the other parties more. At least for me, I appreciate the other parties more. Like I literally feel like, bro, I'm like, I would rather go to like an everyday people, like whatever, mm -hmm. whatever, and bubble mine, if that's what it had to come down to. I just go to industry because you know, if I get invited, like it's obviously good to show mm -hmm. face, and I obviously yeah. have a podcast that I'm trying to grow, and people hear it. You know what I'm saying? So obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good to go to those spaces and I know people I generally know people I'm not just going there and standing in the corner like I generally know people there you know what I mean mm -hmm. yeah. but I obviously it does make me appreciate more of like the yo I want to wild out with my friends yeah. I've been and I'm going to summer. choose to wild out with my friends which is why I've had a great summer yeah. there's been times where I'm like bro like be like yo come here I'm like bro I'm not even in the fucking country mm -hmm. like I'm not here me yeah. yeah, I went to one of those events for the first time a couple weeks ago <laughs> oh yeah 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 and you I was there this whole story and I was like <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's cool, but like, it's nothing to like, like, like die. But it's good for you to show your face yeah. in that. You understand for, what I'm saying? For different reasons. Exactly. But if you're talking people, strictly yeah. party, like no. as a booming party, it's no. like this is not where you need to be. No, you you're not there first, and then you go to the real party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, or you know go to the real party first, show and, up drunk yeah. late, and then you're like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so we have done that. That's what she's saying. I yeah. have hundred percent. I'm gonna go late, get some bubbles, and then I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's also that's also a um, speaking from a position of privilege because some people I'm not cool enough. Some people yeah, not cool like, enough. Yeah. We don't get invited to the next everywhere. The next next next. I don't invite to like popular. I've never been. To, I have never been to Audrey's house, so <laughs> I'm not so that funny. popular. Good for you. I know funny. I've made it when I get the invite. Yo, you come to Aubrey's house. I've never gotten that invite. I'm only popular within like the creative community, but outside of that, 
No, you didn't me to his house. You do not need to be popular to go to Aubrey's yeah, house. You know what? It's town hall. I literally let said that's it. It's someone says it's town hall. Huh. <laughs> Relax. Don't even get me started about. Oh, so you be pulling out to Aubrey's with the. I have a podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Where is this nigga? Let me hold my tongue because if I talk about some of the. Oh, oh, never is, mind. Never like, mind. I'm saying. <laughs> I know, like I said, I know a lot of, I genuinely know a lot of these guys. Like, they, I talk to them regularly. Mm-hmm. Like, they have my phone number. They'll literally call me. And, like, yo, like, I want good for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know who you are. Like, I know how to put in this room. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. This, this person's going to be in this room. Come. I want you to build connection people outside of me. Like, I, like the guy who's literally my friend, he called me, like, yo, like, it needs to get to a point where you don't need me to get into this shit anymore. You should be able mm-hmm. to, like, you know, go to the industry and the, the people should know you. Know mm-hmm. your face. He's like, yo, come blah 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 i see you talking to this person you know what i'm saying he's like encouraging like i said it, at the end of the day i mean i would never say no to an invite so if someone wants to invite me <laughs> i'm a cold i just want to go to experience it once just I to say it his security guard okay oh, uh, so you dated his security no guard? she no, met no. him I oh met. you met him. him oh yeah the show yeah he's like you let i don't remember his name anymore yeah but he's like you let them know that so-and-so sent you and i was like okay. i just want to experience okay. it i feel like that's like a very like you know going to marine land going to st jay's <laughs> house it's a part of the toronto experience so, Pirates marine land check have you been to canada's wonderland check, check. cn tower check drake's house pending. I haven't pending, been, it's pending. pending but i want i want an invite like not as like proper, i want a proper invite not as like a yo there's bitches yo where's the like, yo bring the bundas out exactly <laughs> i don't want to be i, I want to be like yeah 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 shut, yeah manifest yeah 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 no tell her to forward that's how i want my invite to be how your invites have been yeah. like how like how zoe gets invited they'll be like yeah i want her in this room because blah 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 that's how i need to get invited to these things yeah but it doesn't help it that doesn't, she's a good looking yeah i mean it doesn't hurt yeah. that she's a good hello my ass is fat i don't know if people know that it's true i have a big bunda i will come <laughs> invites me big butty my butty right. is big i don't post big online butty. that's why i haven't been invited yet that's why <laughs> i'm not posting my ass watch when i start posting my you ass you just said you didn't want that kind of invite. i don't want that i need to go to drake's house <laughs> i just want to go to drake's house once then i'll take them all down I'll take, take them all down. I'll take all those pictures down. I just want I just want to see what it looks like. I've joked about it. The thing is that just so you know, the invites are never like that heartfelt, genuine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like let's not get it twisted. Like let's not be fake. It's never like, hey, I, I need Zoe, you here. I want you here at this industry party because you are such a beautiful, <laughs> successful black woman. Like, yo, and pull you up. Podcast. Pull up and no. bring the Scalitis, you right? <laughs> Pull up, bitch. Bring the dirty, you lit. Bring a baddie, period. Bring the baddies. You, I know you, you know me. Pull up. I'm kidding. It's not like that either. It's just one of those experiences. It's not experience. as like, you know what I'm saying? If you no, know, we, you know. Trust me. I'm a, I'm a, listen, I manifested it. It's going to happen. I'm going to end up... It's cra- I'm, I'm, I know I'm be underwhelmed. I know I'm be annoyed. I'm like... Bro, I could have went to like freaking cruiser right now. Like that's like my cultural line experience. I was like, yo, I, oh I, I should have went, went to OVO. That was me the whole time. I was like, I should have went to OVO. I should have went to OVO. I was so angry. I was like, I should have went to OVO. But uh, Burna Boy, thank you for making uh, he's not probably gonna listen. And shout shit. out to T Rex, because he's the reason why I was even at OVO. Yo, your gates, OVO gates story open, is so funny. Gates, yo, doors Just open start. at seven. Yo. I was in bed at six thirty with nothing to do. Before we signed off. Or before we sign off, Tresor literally texted me. He was like, "Have you seen T Rex?" And I was like, "Nigga, I have my breasts because you know against how- the fucking front of the stage gate. I cannot see behind me. I'm sweating. No, I don't fucking see T Rex <laughs> because you know how you know how dudes are. Like every guy has been in that situation where it's like yeah, you've been invited yeah. somewhere." 
and you get there and, that man's and now this person phone. is not answering yeah, their phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. yo, what? I'm outside. Bro, yeah, that that right? is why <laughs> if I'm not on guest list, I'm not going, Sha. Listen, but the thing is, I hate embarrassment. All I'm gonna say is now that now that OVO Fest is done, shout out to the dogs who held it down for us, who you know blessed us with pass, with pass, the experience. It, it was great. It, it was great, and I, I'm glad that you know. You said some guys, you know, you don't they don't hold it down. You're like, yo, yeah, I got you. You get there, you're like, yo, you're not in your fucking phone, nigga. I'm outside, <laughs> yo, that nigga. I ain't, got, I ain't got no ticket, nigga. I'm out here looking dumb, nigga. You know what I'm <laughs> so shout out to the dog who really was like, yo, I got you. Don't worry, you're good, and we're good. I'm crying that you like every time I'm like no nigga I have not seen you. <laughs> but also I wouldn't even count on Zoe to be the one to try to go find him for me. She, she would Bro, leave me outside. I promise yeah. you, I went like this, and all this is, I was like, ah, listen, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I don't know. He's probably backstage. I don't know. He was. Back. He, he was. I oh, ended okay. up finding him. Well, we ended up. I ended up finding. I'm like him. he was definitely backstage because I know and he I was not where I was. Very yeah. You have the main angle, eh? I know I was I was right there. I swear I seen your stories posted on like sites that were just posting footage of the really yeah yeah I swear to God and, oh sister. and for the first time I saw firsthand like a complete brain meltdown over Drake yeah I've really? never seen it I was you saw the LeBron yeah <laughs> because Flash. I was in the I was on like one of the the sections were like the what's it what was it called the family sections the friends and family yeah, yeah, section yeah, yeah. So where Chisora and Zoe were the friends and family section of I was nowhere near her. I was I don't know what section she was at the she was at the first cousins section. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the distant relatives section where it's like you're still family but like we don't rock with you like that <laughs> she was in the got there late she was in the brother and sister there. section. <laughs> I was in the So he was he was coming through to go on stage because you know everyone just parted like the Red Sea, the big security. Oh boy. Like, move, move, move. <laughs> the the little little woman standing beside me, he walked by and she lost her mind. Like she was chilling for one second. He walked by and she literally no exaggeration. She was like, <gasps> <laughs> And she was backstage. Yes, tried to run after him. Police but she was backstage? She was in VIP. I thought you've been here before. Stiff, the, police, yeah. uh, the security stiff arming her and right, and I'm standing there like, yo, <laughs> what is wrong with this woman? Like, So you get the ick, right? You got the ick for her acting crazy over celebrity. Fuck you. You said that I was a bitch for doing that. <laughs> I you never said, use those words. You didn't say the words, but you said, oh, we don't get grace. Yeah, because it's fucking weird that you're, you're guanted like that over a fucking man. Like, yes, Drake's the goat. He's the king. He's the rap, whatever, whatever. Listen. But he's still a human being. He's Bro, a Tanisha, six foot light skinned man with braids who is talented as fuck. Tanisha lives by that <laughs> motto. She's like, I don't care who you are. There's no reason to tell I don't even know who they are. Hyperventilate. I saw Burn. I love Burna Boy, first of all. Mm. I saw Burna Boy in 4K in my head. I was like, ah! <laughs> but I held it down. That's I said, me. That's I said, oh. Literally, me, anytime I meet my favorites, I'm literally. like, in my head, I'm like, oh my literally. God. Literally. And then the I'm band, like, to the bag, you're like, I love you. Keep on. There was a point where I said, literally, I looked at him and I was like, Burna. <laughs> like, like, I whispered in my head. I'm, I literally, I think I did it. I was like, like, I was screaming <laughs> Burna Boy, but I don't know when they hear it. I was like, Burna Boy. Yeah. 
You, you have to fa- like it's okay to f- like honestly seeing your favorite artist is exciting. Of course. Don't yo you're act like you've been here before, you're brother. You're the hose. Act like you've been here before. Act like you've been here before, fam. Yeah, you can you can feel however you feel on the inside, but on the outside you can't do that. You know how dumb you look, hyperventilating, yeah. creep, 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 pissing now your pants. Now you weird. But no, it's feeding their ego. I don't think they think you're weird. I think they're like, yeah, like uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's yeah. me. I'm that girl. There's, there's definitely, there was definitely moments like that during that date. Because anybody who knows me knows how much like, and I'm not like a big, big, big football guy, but like I rock with football oh, no? and stuff. Right. Anyone who knows me, they know that like. Like I'm an Odell guy. Like that's oh my, my and Odell guy. Fine ass was that's there. My, I said, like Odell, that's baby. my guy. So when Odell is when I'm chilling on the wall and Odell's casually scrolling past, strolling past me, chilling, pouring up shots, and I'm right there on the inside. I'm like, like this. Well, you can't show that. Yeah, on the yeah. Yeah. You're like, Odell, oh, oh, Odell. <laughs> like start dancing and shit. Like you just look, you look weird. Odell being that for you is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that's from? My brother does that all the time. Odell, <laughs> how much could I look? You know how you would look at the party for <laughs> You'd be a fucking bean. We're not letting you host next year. You you're next year. Yeah, over you're off the pod for four weeks if you ever did <laughs> in the party. <laughs> not gonna be Yo. I know niggas have done that though. Anyone listening, so. you need to watch the bit. Vi- we'll do a clip. We'll do a clip. <laughs> But yeah, I told you, yo, when I saw Burn, I said, oh! Listen, when, cause I, when my friend sent me backstage, cause I was like about to fight a nigga, and he walked past me, I was like. Literally, I was just like, hey. I was like, that is I think, my, I think my leg did a shake on this side, but I was trying to hide it. I was like, ooh. No, but you have to act cool, man. Like, cause then the, the thing is, when you act cool around them, they're like, okay, you're cool. Yeah, <laughs> okay, you cool. You cool. You're cool. When you don't pay attention, they're like, who is that Who's person? Who's that person Literally not paying me not they were not doing bro <laughs> like, who is that i had one friend before we literally before we sign off because this episode's gonna be long as fuck i had one friend one time we were like in an industry party whatever and i don't remember who it was but i was like oh my god bitch like blah blah she's like she literally said bitch don't look at him she grabbed my face she's like bitch don't look at him and i was like, what? She's like look at me bitch and look at me she's like they love you and they don't look at them and i said fuck i'm crying and i don't know why she was doing this but i started doing this <laughs> Was there music playing? <laughs> but still, we're only like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm not looking. Don't, don't, I'm not looking. Don't look, bitch. I'm not looking, bitch. We both here, bitch. Yeah, don't look at it. He's right there, bitch. I want to look. That don't look. I'm like, okay, don't look. Then you walk past us, didn't see nothing. So, bitch, what the fuck did I do? What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, I hate you, niggas. Oh, can't breathe. <laughs> no, I just can't get over the fast <laughs> The what? The dance moves. <laughs> oh, down! <laughs> That'd be crazy. I watch more, like, hey, oh, down! And then do the dance moves. All the time. I didn't know what it was. I he's was like, dancing. he's known for doing, like, touch, like, the craziest <laughs> touchdown dances. Yeah. And he'll always be like, he always does the. <laughs> <laughs> like when he does touchdown. Oh wow! That's gonna happen to you one day. Hey, Tresor, ice cream wine. Like, you know? <laughs> 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 
Daddy, look! They're gonna start doing it. You're gonna be with like oh a, a shorty God. or something, and it's gonna be oh, weird. And the man's just gonna be across the street in an ice cream aisle with this shorty. You're scaring the host. No, the man's whining across the street. She lets you smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, y'all. I would have took a picture with him, but. Tanisha Shans, it has been an absolute pleasure. Welcome to the Relentless Family, Tanisha Shans. You've already been a first cousin to the pod. This is my second podcast. Yeah. Whenever you want to come back, let us know. We'll have you back, guys, back for sure, because Manifesto is going to do more. Period. And we want exclusives. So now you're locked in with us. Period. Pinky promise. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for coming on. All your flowers for Manifesto. I wish thank you guys you. the best. Continue to have more brunches, networking yeah. stuff. That sushi Anything. was good. That shit was oh, bro. No, the sushi. The food, oh, sorry, yeah, this food was all oh, the food was busting. The food was so good. Listen, y'all cut the alcohol out, but I was eating. <laughs> Listen, I was like, what kind of alcoholics do we have? We we like measured it out with like oh five per person. That should be fine. Mm-mm. We'll just leave it open. I got, one I got there and they're like, I had no the more bars alcohol. Closed. Yeah, That's at my why own I party. Bottle at my own party. Yeah. I just want to say that. Yeah, okay. we have to buy a bottle at our own party, but but yeah, thank everyone you had for fun. coming. Uh, this has been episode sixteen. You guys make sure you follow Manifesto. Learn more about them. Make sure you guys keep in touch with them because they're going to be doing more for the city. Um, and yeah, summer's coming to a close. But you know, we haven't taken a break yet from the pod. We might just keep rolling until we get extra tired. We'll see. Shout out Addy Dem for the glasses. <laughs> and that's it. This has been episode 16. And this is your host, Zoe. I'm signing off. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.